virtually every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn, and it looks like we have a full house even before the show starts. Even before the guests show up, we are loaded. And now that I know, because I have my terp- terpometer, I-, I can't even take a dab, a hot dab at the beginning of the show and fuck my whole throat out. But I can take a good proper one at the right time, like I'm doing right now. Join me. Terpometer? Mm-hmm. What temperature was your turp on when uh, I get you? It's, it's like a waiter or waitress asking how you like your meal right when you take a bite of your pancakes or something like that. Look at Adam's got that. He loves showing off that crossway side breathing there where he doesn't take his mouth off the thing and the smoke comes out the sides there. <laughs> that's some Jedi Knight dad. That's a patented, right there, that's a patented technique. Patented technique. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a porn star of dabbers. You know, they, they bring you in for the dab shot. That's right. Well, we're going to have, we're, we're, we're hoping to get that, that guy on the show next week, right? The porn star of dabbers. Oh, he would be. Yes. They, he keeps blowing me off. If his manager writes to me and says that he's really interested in coming on. Then he says he wasn't feeling very well. Then I don't hear from them for three days. Then they say, let me get back to you. So, you know, and who are we talking about? And who are we talking about? We're talking about the, the man young himself. Terps, the guy that yeah. does that whole Terpenese thing with that reporter. You know, yeah. I've been in contact with that him. I'd love thing. to have him on the show. That whole thing. You know. He did one thing. He's worse than fucking Kevin. He's even worse he's, than Kevin. I'd say he, he's, he's worse listen, than he's worse he's than not political. Kevin. He's just a stoner who who can almost rap over in stonies. Right? Eh, Terpenese. Yeah. <laughs> Terpenese. He's the origi- original Terpenese. So we're going to have DJ Mateo coming in the show at the top of the hour. Um, he's been on the show before. We uh, On that show, we, we went in, into depth about an incident that he had, which was a viral incident, which is interesting because now that we're all virus experts, uh, or at least we think we are, but he had the flesh-eating virus uh, in Florida and ended up losing a whole leg, a couple... Uh couple digits along the way um pretty crazy shit and it's like you know super you know it's, it's like like one of us you know just a normal guy not doing anything crazy he was in the water in, in florida and uh had a cut and it manifested itself into within 48 hours i believe and uh he almost you know got rushed to the hospital and fight for life and all that but anyway that was a couple years ago and he's been battling back and you know now he's got his dj career back on track he is vanity fair's official dj he is the actually he's the new york city police department's official dj i don't know how good that's going over right nowadays but but uh maybe in the but maybe for the actual party that we'll have soon coming up once once uh, we clear that all out but he's uh he's in brooklyn he's in the heart of it all too so he said it was going it was going nuts. He's about two blocks from a police station there. So he said, uh, it's looks like Baghdad. So we're going to talk to him a little bit. Not, not so much about that, mostly because, uh, Mateo, after 30 plus years of smoking, 
has decided to join us and start growing his own. He did last year, he did some outdoors, uh, but now he's actually got himself a tent and he's ordering all the equipment that we tell him and he's listening to the show and getting, getting tips. And I was like, you know what, come on the show. Uh, we can discuss now that you can talk the talk, right? It's not like we're just <laughs> sitting here talking to a DJ who likes weed. We're actually talking to a guy who's growing. And, uh, I was quite impressed with what he did last year. So we're going to have a chat with him. Um, and we're also in this, uh, zoom format as you might be able to tell. And then, uh, we're going to open it up to, did you, did you mark, did you put the link up already or yeah, did the you just link, gave it? The link is up. Uh, it's, okay. our, it's our bio cool. link in Instagram. It's in the discord. Uh, yeah. So and sweet. So, you can join. so this is basically like, like all our shows recently have become a big fucking mishmash shit show of who knows what the fuck's going to happen. But you know what I mean? We didn't want to dwell on the fucking bullshit going on out there in the world these days. Cause my God, the, the weeks go by so fast yet so much fucking happens. It's crazy. I can't even like go back and start In thinking one about week, it all. It's a new catastrophe. We went from pandemic to utter police yeah, no. brutality across, well, that, you know, and then, and just the fact that there's an asteroid bigger than the empire state building headed towards an Earth, asteroid too. Is Holy at this fuck. very moment. I mean, they're saying it's going to miss us by millions of miles, so it's not a big issue. But just the fact that it's even on a trajectory at this moment is like, come on, bring the fucking asteroids. Let's just get it going. Let's go. June will be asteroid. Then Yellowstone will kick off. That'll knock off. You know, we're just going to watch the whole thing from, from front Holy front center. An asteroid, real? What? What's after? What? What? What could come next? I mean, who is who is scripting? this shit are we is it really elon musk's view that we're like a 36 percent chance we're photons in some alien computer program and like well, we've just kid got a hold of the keyboard and it's just yeah, like we, pandemic crisis <laughs> you know we're at, well, exactly we're at that level right now where the shit just when you're when you're at that level going like no there's no way dude you can't keep up it's just like throw the pandemic at him throw an asteroid at him earthquake flood locusts what do we got? We'll bring it. It's all right, though. Um, how was your cannabis, week, Dave? Cannabis hosts that look like terrorists and shit like that. Oh, no, I had a, I had a good week, man. I, I decided I was going to watch way less news, smoke a lot more flour, and dive into a little something they call Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and I became a cowboy, and I just went off into Digital Neverland for a little bit and just escaped, you know. But I mowed the lawn. I took a walk. You know, uh, just trying to keep the, the it's C. It's getting a little. The C and DJC stands for cowboy. I'm a good. Cowboy. I'm going to play it as a bad cowboy. But right now, I'm a good cowboy. I'm like doing that, tipping my hat to everybody. Hello, ma'am, and hello, sir. How are you? And <laughs> if anybody else plays Red Dead Redemption, send me an email at uh, DJC at Adam Dunn Show, and we'll share little tips and tricks and whatnot. But yeah, no, that's what I got going. The girls are good. I'm baking bagels and I made a challah. That, oh, yeah, that we turned out see. actually okay. My mom made, made two loaves. My mom made two loaves yeah, two days ago for us. So yeah. The challah. The challah going. Yeah. Did, were you about to say challah? It's challah. I, Mark I, said, I, said, I said challah. I don't know. It sounded Mark. Didn't, you, didn't it sound like he was no. going for a straight H there and not a C? No. I no, think it, I had, it was the open mouth hesitation. It was the 
challah. You know, you gotta wait, you gotta wait, you gotta wait. No, I made so, the uh, buttermilk biscuits this morning. They like those, but other than that, it's been absolutely great. Only one, only one bagel did not get eaten. It became just impossible. I tried. Really? You didn't? You, did you one freeze didn't it, make least? it? No, because we uh, thought we were, we thought we were going to bet. You know, you know how you, you get past that know, point of no return. You're like, okay, are we going to do it? You know, so uh, that went to the chickens. But that's just, okay. okay. Chickens Good. deserve the highest quality food too. Uh, I wish I would have known DJ Mateo was going to come on. If we would have had some time, I would have sent him some bagels, and he could have done a little test for us and given wow. me the New York City seal if, of approval. If you could have got it to them somehow last night when I decided to have them on the show, then yes, you could have <laughs> somehow. That would have been the most expensive bagel in the fucking world. I've been like, okay, I spent 11 grand to get you this bagel. No, 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 no. It's only 68 bucks priority <laughs> overnight on FedEx. I'm sure it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, but you would have to get there less than Eight that. Bagel. So, um, and you, and you, MGI, how are you? How was your weekend or um, week, I should say? I'm good, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sad that I'm gonna have to dismantle the studio. I'm like buying the parts that I'm gonna need for when I uh, take this stuff back over to your house soon here. So, mm-hmm. like, yes, do you think sir. that's happening anytime soon? Yes, hundred percent. Next week, next week, next week, oh, a new studio in my own residence, which yeah. I'm not living in anymore. So it's actually making a lot more sense. So yeah, we're gonna build the studio right here, right here in the in the spot so yeah next uh so we will have our own permanent spot which is fucking amazing because that's oh and i noticed that jdr was looking for a spot so i invited him to come on in so we may have him joining us the kid is a is a disaster as you'd expect yeah what's going what's going wrong with the kid well what could possibly go wrong the kid managed to pull off two shows and then he just fizzled out like that was <laughs> he got hit by a Don't bird the bird hit the car, and that was the end of it. The bird, yeah, it was bad. It was a bad <laughs> omen. It was a really bad omen, and uh, yeah, I think he uh, he said maybe in a month. And, and what's going on with the uh, the show with our other? Because our network oh. is is completely collapsed it, over the last few weeks. <laughs> well, uh, Rasta Stevie, Stevie is still battling his uh, his uh, jawbone oh. ulcer. Uh, complications Ooh, from uh, chemotherapy from a couple years back, Ooh. and uh, so yeah, so he's been out of commission. But uh, I recently saw an update on on his page on Facebook saying that he's he's actually doing pretty well. They got him on a combination of drugs that are helping and all that. So um, yeah, if there's if there's one thing that a that a podcaster possibly needs is a jawbone, right? Yeah, while do it while do it. It's like the it's the, what, the one thing like an <laughs> arm you can get away with arms or long arms and legs. Yeah, fuck it. No one can see it anyway, right? Show your head, right? So, but yeah. once your jawbone's out of commission, holy shit! So yeah. they're gonna do so. So they're like on a hiatus for a few more weeks. As far months. as I know, I've been checking in week to week, and it's just been these two last two weeks. He's been in too much pain to to do it. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. Well, he's the well, voice of that I, show. Let's, uh, I was gonna say, Doctor Mark might have to. My Doctor Mark, might, he might okay. have to talk. Oh, he's yep, a psychiatrist. Yep. He's a good listener. He's got to learn you know, to get his uh, his vocals <laughs> chops in order. That's funny. Yeah, man. So yeah, I hope I'm they sure come back have. soon because uh, yeah, that, that was a good show. I I definitely dug a lot of the information that was coming out, and they're having good guests and stuff. So yeah, no, we hope they're back soon. And then um, if we got JDR on the fucking network, we'd be crushing it right there. You know. Oh, speaking of networks too, we may. Uh, maybe a bit too soon, but we will be, we're not going to jump from anything. We're going to do the same format, but we may be, uh, it'll be available added to another. Yeah. Yeah. Available. available on, 
available on uh, Freedom Network. Freedom Network. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's, it's something like that. Uh, okay. Freedom Network. Yeah. Oh, it's like a total. Yeah, it is funny though. Is that a, with old episodes of Duck Dynasty too? What is that Freedom Network? I don't know exactly what it is. I'll find out the details. We're not there yet, so I can't tell Hopefully them. Magnum PI like sure. too. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Fantasy Island. I'll shave. I can shave everything, but and then I can, we can fill in. You want to know something that you should say that I was thinking today. You know what? I'm going to call these guys. It was like two o'clock. I'm like, we should just show up completely head shaved, beards gone, and everyone would think we'd completely lost our minds. Yeah, and I'll slick down with oil and shit. Like, no, not just <laughs> shave, you know, and see how long, and, and then we can have some race to see. It'll be like, it's a good my look. beard will be right to here, and yours will be way down here in the same mm. amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like Homer Simpson of beards. I don't know. I don't know. Anything like that sounds like a bad idea right out of the gate like like i've slowly lost my rocker and this was this was the one week where i've gone over the edge and now everybody's burling out look at look at marky b look at marky b he was a clean cut shave <laughs> nice clean lad his entire life and look at him now he's just completely fucking Eddie and i were talking about that before you got <laughs> <laughs> marky b don't he's give a native. fuck yeah 100 percent uh and uh what do you, you got fucking, going on you got any that, new strains going in the ground do you need any new crosses going on anything to announce um, to the genetics world no new crosses of this i'm actually I, i'm back on flowers like everyone else i'm like fuck it why would i want to make seeds <laughs> when flowers are so valuable and worth it actually want it again everybody wants flowers so you don't want this you're not going to breed the strain called toilet paper um, no, but I do have some, I do have some things in the works, but, um, yeah, I, I can't, I, I never talk about things like that until it happens. Cause it's really like mm. stupid. Cause then you people, where is it? Mark, did I just break the rules? It's like asking, <laughs> it's like watching pay, like literally it's like watching, uh, you know, three and a half month paint dry or something like that. You know, you're just like, okay, relax guys. Stop asking me when the paint's going to be dry. All right. Is it dry yet? You're like, it's three and a half months of drying, dude. Just fucking just stop asking. Down. Am I going to yes. have a green butt print? So, uh, you guys can join the conversation since yeah, you're you just sitting on the unmute. muting. Why are you all muted? Unmute. No, no, unmute. we're done with that. Unmute. You have the power. We did our, uh, we did our little hello kibitz. And, and you I got. Turn, you have, do you guys have headphones on? <laughs> oh shit! Do I got headphones? No, I'm kidding. No, you Can you hear it. us? Yeah. Well, well, not, no. Well, it's not headphones. It helps. No, but you're I'm fine. kidding. It, you did yeah, fine earlier. His was sound was good earlier. And Your sound is all. Look at that vintage Coca-Cola sign. Hey, I'm thinking like this. Unofficial, unofficial sponsor. Is it real? Is that real? Or is oh, that look, look at Mark. Green background. I just chose a totally Wayne's worlding. <laughs> chose, chose, chose a new generation. Uh, back of Mexican bar theme. Yes, I'm looking for. I want the back of a Mexican bar <laughs> exactly. in the summertime with some that's Christmas it. lights. That's, I chose that's a vibe. That's a vibe. Yeah. How's uh, how's LA treating you? I'm staying inside, so I'm not yeah. doing it. Locked down yeah. with guns. Locked down. Got all your guns out. Yeah, right. guns. That's what I said. I got the BB gun out. And I got a fresh little box of BBs. I'm ready. You're good to go. Yeah. Got the, you could take somebody's eye out. 
Um, no, I don't know. I, don't, I still don't believe it's time to go out. I thought we were doing COVID. I thought it was, I just made this whole big thing at the barbershop, how I couldn't go back to work because I was afraid and shit. Now I can't go out and protest because that doesn't right. work. So oh no, I know. it's a, it's a, it's crazy times. I mean, I definitely think hair do it because you, Mark is a barber, by the way, amongst other things. But his latest, his latest thing is, uh, and you can tell he, he does not. Can you tell, can you tell? Um, if you'd have said to me, Dave, I'm I a want you to pick me. what he does. You have twenty guesses, no, a thousand guesses. None of them would have been barber. Okay. But he barber. looks. But he looks like you see that thing. He's, now he's got that. You slick that shit back, right? And then you put a little armband on, and you fucking get the little deal going. And the little thing, oh yeah, he's going. He's he's boop, 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 yeah, hundred percent straight razor. Straight razor for sure. Straight razor shave, definitely. Dude, are, how scared are barbers and like salon people at just what they have to deal? It's like when you bring your, like when I bring Ace's dog to the to the trimmer or whatever because it's a lasa asa labradoodle with that real tight hair and he gets these crazy matted fucking shit and like i would never want to deal with it but when we bring him to the little thing they, the ladies like when they give the when they give back freddie they're like that was a lot of fucking work like you can tell they struggled through that <laughs> shit right and we you charged you be, extra surge well, pricing you, you guys are going to be dealing with that like matted dog sort of shit to cut through for the first the first round is going to be terrible it's going to be the nails can you imagine the nails oh. Oh. i'm seeing barbers wearing like welders masks and shit like <laughs> no really it is it is kind of like that big plastic shields and not to mention where i barber are all of these guys i mean they're fresh from the protest fresh from the oh. social distancing barbecues hey man i haven't worn a mask the whole entire time can i get a haircut it's like no thanks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be crazy like that. It's like, um, uh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going to do something else. We'll see. Maybe you can Might do, be a, like, I think a lot of people are going to change their uh, occupations over this whole thing when it comes to that, like having to deal with, with uh person. It's definitely, especially like that what whole, was the uh, quote about, about Mateo. He's, uh, cannabis self-dependent. What, what was it? I, what was it? It's what, my, it's what brought me here. It's really the only reason I'm here. It's I was like, that's what I want to be. I want to be that. Cannabis self-sufficiency is what I said. Cannabis self-sufficiency. That sounds like a great program. Where do I sign up for that one? Is it Mark? Is it, and Mark, is it on the right? Mark that. Like .org? That. Is that what it you is? Just go done deals. You go to all the done deals. You just use them all up. If you use every one of them, you'll have this big pile of shit at your house, right? And then you gotta like figure out which things go where. You'd be like, it'd be like an Ikea set of weed. You'd be all, all right. So I got like piles of dirt. I got so I got seeds. I got lights. What do I do? And then you like drink coffee to stay awake. Like, what do I do with that? Exactly. Uh, Well, yeah, you know, it's funny too because I, 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 I. I put that out and the first thing that Mateo hit me back with is like cannabis self-sufficiency. I like that. I'm going to start using that. And I was just like, it didn't really, didn't dawn on me when I was doing it. I was just thinking like, well, he's joining us. I wanted it to not sound like, Hey, Mateo's growing weed. It's like, no, that's not a great thing. You know, it's like, that kind of makes it like, Oh really? Mr. Mateo lives in Brooklyn and he's growing cannabis. Let's check him out. Right. So, uh, <laughs> 
I figured the self-sufficiency was a better angle. It's a little smoother. It's a little How many of your own rules did you just break in that last two sentences right there? There's like at least six rules right there. You used a name, a location, weed, grow. Come on. It was okay until you... I, I, yes, because nobody could have figured telling, that fucking out again. No, look at look at everyone's just like whatever, bro. No, nobody was flinching. <laughs> nobody flinched. That that's why you're almost a turn Shoot here, the moon. To... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the radio. On the radio. Do you know who this is? Shoot the moon. Shoot the moon. <laughs> Shoot the moon. <laughs> We're going from a code twenty three eleven to a code twenty seven fourteen. Completely lost due to incompetence. Could do a whole show like that, just clips of fucking <laughs> up and smoke since we all don't know them all, you know. Telling you, I'm still telling you. Now that now that we can't now my great idea got completely fucking sideswiped by the whole bullshit of social distancing because I wanted to create a gatherings everywhere, which is like Fuck. We were this close, man. We, we could had have had like Adam Dunn show invitationals all over Colorado ready to go. And fucking somebody ate a bat in China and look where we are. <laughs> they were like, fuck you, ADSI. <laughs> I'm going to eat this bat. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking pissed off. He's like, he never wanted to grow his hair out this much. He had an appointment with Mark B to get his hair cut pretty much the day before lockdown. And, uh, mm-hmm. and look what happened. And look at Eddie. Eddie had never grown a beard before in his life. Basically, COVID started, and he's like, holy shit, I can do this. I can do this. And Eddie's in London, Oh, it's going to see so me, right? Like midnight. <laughs> I'm actually proud of oh, we see my ya. beard now. I'm starting to get, you know. Let me... Uh... <laughs> I love when he said last week, I said, Mark, your hair looks like you got it cut. And you're like, I didn't pick it out today. Yeah, man. I'm like, come on. Would you, for everybody, would you take the pick out and pick on the air? You know, just. <laughs> I got to go grab it. Maybe here in a little bit, I will. Yeah. I'll pick it out for you guys. Yeah. I swear, Adam, it's your fault. If I get COVID and die and they, and my, they say it's well, because you've been smoking so much flour the last two weeks. It's your fucking fault. I went fucking what seventy five days, and then and then you had to go give me that. And now I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm I'm back on the flower wagon. It's it's a, it's a wonderful thing, by the way. Just yeah, a shout you out had to, to any, go give anybody, him that weed. You had to give him that free weed. Yeah, right. Anybody growing sage and sour out there, you should join the chat afterwards, and we should have a little throwdown. I'll take Pong hits a Sage and Sour. I like that. That's my strain. That MK strain. Holy fuck. That brings me back. I like that one a lot. Yeah, man. I really like that one too. Those that and the Sage and Sour are the two that are tied for my top. And the Cushage, I throw that in there. The Buku's good too. They're all good. The yeah, the others were meds. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a, that was a, that was a fair that was a fair sort of assessment as far as like the order of of probably how it would shake out in the long run too. You know, because mm-hmm. that's it's really it really comes down to you know everybody has their own personal preference, of course, but there's things out there that are just crowd pleasers, you know, and always have been, and then there's other stuff that's like very niche style you know and mk's always been like that it was one of those ones where it's just like everyone loved it Uh, it was like couldn't keep that that was my biggest problem with that plant was i couldn't keep it in uh 
I couldn't keep it in fucking the shops because it was just like uh, just pe- people little, went nuts. Little butt of the MK. <laughs> Oh, chunky! That Zoom doesn't do it justice. I know Zoom sucks. Well, the thing is, if you gave you gave us five strains, and two are noticeably on top, that means the other three are mids, buddy. I just got. I, got to <laughs> <tell> <laughs> I mean, just by nature of the law of numbers, you they know. call me. They call me the Sage Minster. That's my. That's my. That's my. Uh, that's what I heard. Word on the street. I really do think that we should. Uh, you got to pop those. Uh, pop those Steve Hay seeds that that. Uh, Neville gave them, you know, just get them all out there, do a whole fucking series just so we can show them to Steve while he's still with us. Since he's like, what, 77 years old. He's not that old. He's 75. Is he? Yeah. Right. He's six and a half. I don't know. He's like, he's, I think he's 112, but no, he's like uh, 67. Right. Uh, He's a baby. Almost 70. I really enjoyed the, um, I really enjoyed the true Tanner, true uh, interview last week. I thought that was awesome. I thought the guy um, really knew his stuff, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's it was a really in depth conversation in the end, and it just blew apart the whole podcast. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, no, I think he's a he's a really cool guy. I like him a lot. Um, and it was funny because it, it was funny that he had like just run into PD and then I, I PD might even join us today. I, I, told, I sent him the link. So we'll oh, see, but say that out loud right now, right? He's opening up, I believe like in the next day or so I saw, I saw the link. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's up. Okay. So two minutes we'll have uh Mateo will join us. That's cool. Uh oh, fire department is here. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. At your somebody just sent you a text, or that's the Mateo saying the fire department showed up outside. That's Mateo saying, "Give me two seconds." The fire department is here. Oh fuck! I told you this whole street went off like fucking nuts. So who knows yeah. what the hell's going wow, on there? Wow! Action right out of the gate. Out of the gate. Out uh, yeah, no, I, true can. I was like, is like I said, good interview, and it was. He has a very he has a very soothing voice uh, opposed to myself, who so has a very hard to listen to voice. Him, I was like, oh, dude, this guy's got because pr- English can be all over the place, right? You can have guys who you can listen to all day, and you have guys who you just want to run out of the room because you know they're about to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some great English accents out there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, How's it? So, I mean, obviously nothing crazy like it is over here, but uh, what's the mood on the streets out there in the UK? Um, it's pretty um, militant in places, really. Um, we're a few days behind America in the sentiment, I think. Um, much less than America, though, obviously, but um, in the cities, it's definitely there. In the countryside, it's just um, people enjoying the good weather. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the same here in a way. Like, uh, like where I'm out in the country, you wouldn't know anything's happening, and then yeah, you get into exactly. the city as you as you drive towards the city. You're like, wow, all ABN Amro completely boarded up. This place boarded up. That place boarded up. And it's like, are the glass companies going to make a fortune right now? Or I think it's the glass companies and Zoom and a few other companies that all conspired to create this whole giant thing because they were like. <laughs> Everyone will be on Zoom. They'll need new windows. It's going to be great. <laughs> and they're going to need hand sanitizer. Had to be the alcohol hand sanitizer guys. They were Purell. Purell. paper people. Yeah. Yeah. Purell, Purell, Scott's, 
I'm pretty sure behind all this. And no, the but companies, right? And the Brooklyn, maybe Mateo will be able to tell us because I'm seeing all these things on like Instagram of all these what? going these like there's no construction going on yet. Mm. There's a pile of bricks right where they know there's going to be. Uh, a protest you know so they're like doing everything they can to and i have no idea which side where it's come you know who what thinking goes through something like that is is it is it someone just completely warped is it or is it completely fanciful and there was a construction zone going on there and they were working on something but no it's probably somebody's fucking with everything just going around dropping bricks off sitting at his television going ah, look what i'm fucking look what i did man that's one of my fucking Cost- bricks it cost me six. Or was it the video though? Or was it the video? I'm 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 with you on all of this. I've been watching it, and I'm wondering if the video was a message sent from the wrong person. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing you. I'm not talking about no any idea. Kind of conspiracy. I'm actually talking about not a conspiracy. It's like, well, wait, well then, or is the video fake? It's like, which one is it? Is there a stack of sure. bricks set up? Or is there a video of a stack of bricks set up and somebody's making a big deal out of like, dude, we found a stack of bricks in the city and there's nothing going on. It's like I mean, the Zapruder film. They, it, the cops find the bricks. They get out of their truck. They pick the bricks up and they take them away. But they Zapruder it and they run the tape backwards and it looks like the cop's van drove up and delivered the bricks. You know, you have no idea in today's uh, digital age. Uh, they're, they're, they're definitely COVID. Right. No, I listen. I don't understand why I, it, I, the hatred has been growing for so long. See, we weren't even supposed to be on this topic, Adam, but you started talking. No, about but, the, no, I, 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 right, will about, I will you, talk you, about. I think I need to be muted. Hold on. Wait a second. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll talk about weird shit like that. And there was same thing happened though, back in the day with guns in the inner city in LA with fucking like just train loads of guns left open in old train yards and shit. And like, people just kind of like, Hey, what's all this? It's a stack of guns. Oh, let's go rob a bunch of places, you know? And so there was, there was shit like that happening. There was all sorts of crazy stuff. And I had a friend actually did a report on that and then his dad got squashed. They never, they never reported it. They kind of was like, kill. I was like, it's not good. That's pretty big news. that there's truck train loads of guns being left. That's when Uzi's hit the street of LA. Hmm. That's yeah. when like IT started making album covers with Uzi's. That's when Uzi's, I, I know that, that, that story, but see, sometimes it seems like sometimes the story, like what, what's that? Like art repeats itself or whatever it is. Sometimes the story. Life imitates like, art. Life imitates like, art. Exactly. Like the old story, the story that may have been, you know, that I think may have been really true. And that's what creates people that are like, Oh, you know what? A long time ago in the eighties, there was this case where, and it's like, yeah, that's true. In the eighties, there was that case, but not everything is going to be that. You can't do that with every single thing that happens. It's like, I've heard some pretty crazy stuff about this as well. I mean, just well, that was all created also. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I'm just, this is like, we haven't even scratched the surface of this, this situation, but that other, I mean, but back in the day when there was stuff that we actually now can really say was true, um, hundred percent, the guns was there and it was all tied. That was all tied back to Oliver North and the fucking whole Contra thing. That was exactly that whole Contra, like guns. So, so I was like, leave guns in the inner city, get a bunch of coke to the right people. 
yep. pay out. You know, it was just like, it's pretty sick and crazy shit, but that is America for you right there. That's uh, Well, the t- conspiracy alarm goes off crazy because I think we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago that if you were really looking at what was happening during this whole pandemic, the people who were staying inside were more left-leaning political and the ones who were saying, open up, let's get out, were more right-leaning political. And then somebody thought to themselves, wait a second, all of one side are getting out and exposing themselves to the virus. We need some flashpoint to get a whole bunch of liberals out to go get them exposed too because it's just like the China conspiracy. It's why they didn't close their borders. They knew they were fucked. They knew they were fucked. They were going to have a pandemic and they just didn't want to be the only country because then other countries with bad intentions would go pressure them into bad deals and it's whatever like, and they were like, worried and they let it out. It's like it's like somebody had STD and they didn't want to be get, get be known as the main guy. So they're like, all right, if I bag a couple other chicks, I'm going to fuck all of y'all. And then, and then, you're all back and then yeah. everyone will never, it'll confuse everybody. Just throw the fucking smoke screen out there. No one's going to know. Uh, <laughs> I think Mateo's here. Here we go. Right on that. Yo, yo. Oh God. <laughs> Mateo in the house. Was he dealing with fire department? You said, Oh, hold on. He's waiting for the, do, do we all need to mask up Mateo? <laughs> Hello? What's Hello? Up? Yo. Oh, Yo. Shit, I thought this was I thought this was Drugs Inc. Well, I thought this was Huey's show. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. What you have the fire department there, you said? Yo, for real, for real, bro. I smoked a fucking fat one a minute ago. And like normally I smoke in my apartment when the uh when it's raining out and shit all the time. And uh, I've, ne- I've lived here for four years. I've never had the fire department knock on my door, but I went out in the hallway and I did, it does, you know, there's a lot of smoke in my hallway currently. So it's not fire. And they were, they Wait. came because of smoke or they became because of weed. Well, I'm pretty sure that they came because of smoke, but they, they said wow. the fire came in the building. Wait, they came up. because of smoke, but they stayed because of weed. I'm impre- I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You managed to get the building's fire alarm off? Like, really? Wow. And you look at me, like, yeah. It's all right. My bad. Wow. Hi, Adam. Hey, is, what's going on? Great, there? Mateo, that no one will even give a shit about you smoking weed during a fucking pandemic with riots outside. Like, there's a cop who could waste his fucking time. Anyways. <laughs> It's decriminalized, right? You can smoke it in your own home. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a non-smoking building. You're not supposed to smoke inside. And I do have a nice outside area that I can smoke in. And I usually do utilize my garden for for smoking. Why is it raining out? Or did you just say that you just smoked inside? Because I would have just said, oh, I was outside. I had all the windows open because it's so nice out. No, it's a little drizzly. It's like a little drizzly outside. Um... You know, it's actually, it might even be raining at the moment. But you know what I also think, dude? You know what I also really think? I think one of my, I think one of my neighbors smelled the weed, got crusty, and called the fire department. Oh, what a fucking dick! I would Mateo, will you turn your phone a, sideways? I would say that is probably a much more likely culprit. Turn your phone yes. sideways so we can see you. Oh yeah, go sideways. Yeah, yeah, better hit the hearts. There oh, we yeah. go. Now you're all big and shit. Holy shit! You can change you can change your background too if you want to get all fucking crazy and put like Oh really? Yeah, you oh, can yeah. get a Coca-Cola background. You just you can, you can do whatever you want. You can do yeah, whatever I'm you a, want. I'm cool, man. That's all good. I don't need to I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you in case you wanna hype it. 
Where house. are you yeah. in Brooklyn, Mateo? I live in uh, Crown Heights, man. Like right around, I live right around the corner from the Seven Seven. So I live on a Dean and uh, between Schenectady and Utica. Nice, sir. Nice. Hey, I'm from Flushing. Okay, I know. I know. I know Flushing well. You know a more pizza? No. Oh, I'm, not, I'm from Brooklyn, but we're not allowed to eat pizza in Queens. They won't oh, come on. Yeah, right. It's against the rules. One of yeah, Adam's yes, rules. You gotta get. You gotta have your pizza. Bro. I can go to Defara. I can go to Lucali and I can go to Best. Those are the three pizzas that I'm allowed to. All right. Huh. Best actually delivers to my house, but you got to pay all the extra caviar fees. It's fucking like yeah. thirty dollars to get a pizza to your house. I bake bagels, so had had we booked you a couple of days sooner, I would have FedExed you some bagels so that you could try mine. I love bagels. Bagels are one of one of my life's passions. Uh, Adam, I, how you I doing, buddy? Say- What's going on? So this is the Adam Show. All right, up in the corner. I like it. So I can I press <laughs> buttons. What do I do here? This is weird. What do I this do? Thing. You have I'm one of the old features. people with Zoom. There you go. I'm like one of the old people with Zoom that doesn't know hey, how to. What's going on what's here? What is what this? Is thing? What is Jumanji? Exactly. <laughs> Did you see that we got uh, Marky B with us hanging out? I know you don't recognize him because it's all scruffed out. It looks like fucking. Do you need a haircut? Yeah, man. He needs what a haircut. Yeah. Uh-huh. He needs Marky B, Eddie, DJ C, Adam. And you remember Mark, you remember Mark from the, you remember Mark from the barbecue, of course. I certainly do. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, shit. So a year, so a year ago, a year ago today, we were all excited because Mateo was getting ready to come out here to play my fifth, play my 50th birthday, which I was all ready to do again and go big, go big again. But the legendary, legendary 50th birthday. That's that's right. And so, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. We had Mateo there for two days. We had fucking Perkins there. Mm-hmm. It was a, Will- a proper Willie, Willie. And, and crazy Willie and Waldman, of course. Of course. Of course. So, Perkins, uh, Perkins was great, man. That dude is amazing. Great drummer. Yeah. I mean, when you have talent like that available, when he's such, he's no, he's such a, he's such a like strong personality that I was, I was literally, I was playing records, man. And I, I heard him start to play a backbeat and I instantly knew I was like, that's Steve Perkins. I remember you telling Holy me that shit, story when you got the table. Like I instantly could tell it was him. I was just such a feel that it's, it's just like, that's him. That, that rhythm that he plays. That's him. So awesome. I remember you telling me that story when you got off the tables. Yeah. Oh my God. Shit sent chills up my spine, bro. Chill. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's crazy. I mean, there's a few drummers in the world that are like that. Like if you put Mackie on a drum kit, uh, you know, I toured with Mackie for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. if you put him on a drum kit and you, I, within, within a few bars, I'd be like, that's Mackie. You know, cause right. it's only one dude in the world that plays that way. Yeah. Yeah, they create their own signature sound. Um, yeah. Yo, I'm like, gonna have to take you. Go- Listen, I want to smoke smoke weed with y'all, so I'm gonna have to take you guys outside. That's fine. That's fine. While we do this, yes. I gave yeah, yeah. Fisty the code. I gave Fisty cuts the code to call in. Oh, nice, awesome. I do that. That's uh, perfect. I don't know if he's he's still he's in London, so he's like for him. It's like tomorrow. Get, I know. In it's late, but it's okay. Eddie's in London. Look, yeah. he's there in the UK. Eddie's he's chilling with us. He's got True. no problem. He's got no job, but he's got no problem. Right? <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no job either, bro. It's Friday. Nobody's he ain't got, got shit to do. No. Uh, so Saturday. 
Uh, the night belongs to the day that it follows. <laughs> so it's still Friday night. Got it. Well, I gotta put so this guy in the pocket. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so the guy he's talking about fast is a uh, keyboard player and in the in the fun loving criminals and Teo was the DJ for the fun loving criminals back in the nineties, which I'm sure you remember Mr. DJ C. Don't you? Teo is oh. the DJ for the fun loving criminals. And he is. So he is exactly. He is. It was and is, was and is, and he has no picture. He's gone. He's disappeared as a, as a person. Well, he has no he body. still hear us and we hear him. Do, Mateo, did you yes. ever do any shows at the wetlands? The wetlands? Uh, I did not do the wetlands gig. No. The, the boys did a wetlands gig. I did not do that. Uh, let's see. Where are you guys? Let me get back to the Zoom. Hold on. It's fucking raining out here. What's going on? It doesn't recognize me with this hat. That's okay. With the rain, though, it'll keep people off the streets. All right. Now, where's the Zoom? I pressed that button. There, there you go. go. You're back. Bam. You're back. You turn your phone. Do I need to be this way? There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's better for yeah. sure. All right. So it's hilarious because uh, we we've we've had the fire department come and close our show out right yeah. at the beginning of the show too. So you're you're right in in our. Well, that's why they came then, asshole. They fucking came because of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like they're like. Wait a minute! I just heard that Mateo's going to no, be on the Adam Dunn show. We better the go funny check thing him is out. The, the funny thing is that it was like, yo, there was the dude, the dude was the, the battalion chief. He wasn't like a young fireman. He was like old, like, like he was the boss. And I was like, yo, I normally I smoke on my balcony. He looked at me, he goes, that's a good idea. You should smoke on your balcony. <laughs> so I got, but I'm sitting here in a wheelchair and he looked at me, he looks, he looks up and down at me and he's like, and he's like, you smoking weed? I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> what that's funny. Think? You needed that you on smell, video. And the other guy goes, "Guys, yeah, smell it." I was like, "Geez, you do? Really? <laughs> nice." I rolled a nice little one. So, um, yeah, you can. Like, I kind of because we've had you on the show before, and we've talked about the whole fucking you crazy. Have? Yeah, you remember you came on my show once before, and we talked about I the. Did? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I think Close. we were in Jumanji then, though, so it was Most, a different. Though. Yeah, you've been on my show once before, but but uh, I was telling the guys. Here no, I about, remember. I, I do. I remember. Good, <laughs> good. I'm glad. It's okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge. Uh, but I was giving everybody a little a, a, a little idea of what happened to you. Uh, so let let because you just mentioned you're in a wheelchair, and that wasn't when I met you, that's, uh, oh, right. as of, yeah. as of, as of what, like five, four years now we're talking about, or how long five years, five years now, literally it's been five years. Like now. Okay. Um, uh, tell us what happened yeah. a little bit, just cause it's like, it's kind of weird. Cause now when, when people think, cause now everybody's like, ah, this virus, virus, right. Viruses are weird. Right. And they can do a lot <laughs> of weird shit. It's not just, and so, yeah. I mean, know, what got me wasn't viral. It was bacterial. Oh, it was bacteria. Okay, cool. It was bacteria cool. that got me. It wasn't a virus, but I had a compromised immune system um, from taking medicine, from taking arthritis medicine. And um, that combined with, I was taking a, I was in the middle of having like an arthritic episode and I had this brand new girlfriend and I was just like, yo, I need to function. So I, I went back to this drug that I've been taking my whole life on and on. Um, and if you've ever, if you have any sort of like skin problem or joint problem or inflammation problem, you're familiar with prednisone. Prednisone is a very, very popular corticosteroid that the doctors give out pretty freely. 
And uh, I've been on and off it my whole life, like to, just to deal with my arthritis and, and my psoriasis and all this fucking gnarly autoimmune issues I've had my whole life. And uh, that shit shuts your immune system off. Like literally, if you take a high enough dose of it, it turns your immune system completely off. So, you know, that's what happened to me. My immune system was off. I was traveling. I was down in Miami. And uh, as best as I can remember, I, I cut my foot or my leg or something in the ocean, either before I went in or right after. I mean, it's kind of easy, to be honest. I've done my best to put it back together. But, you know, the long and short of it was I ended up with uh, – flesh-eating bacteria. Uh, there was like two different types of bacteria, strep A and staph E, and they combined to form this like mega bug bacteria. And I had no immune system. I was like the perfect host and it just mm -hmm. fucking ate my leg. Uh, within a couple of days, I was flat on my back in a coma. And you actually uh, didn't realize how sick, how, how bad it was and got on a flight and kind of worked. Well, I was working. I was like, I was such a yeah. knucklehead. I was just trying to get like, make my buddy at work and shit. So, you know, yeah. I pushed through and <clears throat> um, I, uh, I ended up on a flight from um, New York, no, from Miami to New York. And uh, the flight attendant, when we landed, the flight attendant came over to me and she was like, you don't look so good. I tried to answer and I couldn't. I was in respiratory failure. Uh, they gave me oxygen. They brushed to the gate. I've never felt an airplane go that fast on the tarmac in my life. Uh, they got me to the gate. They got me in an ambulance. I died in the ambulance. Then they got me to the hospital. I died again at the hospital. Uh, then they put me in a medically induced coma and started chopping body parts off. Fuck. That is nuts. Uh, they started at my, like, they started at my lower leg. They went all the way up to my hip. My hip, my left, my left hip is gone. Um, they, and then eventually they had to amputate my index finger because of a blood clot. Um, but yeah, they went all the way, literally like all the way up my leg. It was really gnarly. But they had yeah. to do it. They had to make sure that all of that bacteria was gone because any bacteria that was left, if it was touched, if it touched flesh, that flesh was gone. Wow. It's just crazy that they can even identify. It's crazy that they can even like identify it and get you know be able to something it's like that. A, I'm so lucky they did, bro. I mean, the thing was, yeah. the the doctor that saved my life. Her name was <coughs> her name was Doctor Sharafkin, and uh, <coughs> she, God bless her, she saved my life, man. <coughs> she uh, <coughs> she she was the one who caught what it was. She identified it, and she was the one who started chopping away. <laughs> and she was the surgeon that started cutting away at my body to save me. And uh, she was also the one that was there when I woke up. And, uh, like, one of the first persons I talked to when I woke up. And, um, and I asked, I remember very distinctly asking her, saying, she said, you know, you're a very, very lucky man to be alive. Uh, this bacteria kills almost everyone it touches. And I was like, really? That's crazy. I was like, how many people have you saved? And she goes, you're it. Holy shit. You're the only one I've ever saved. That's an absolute peak of wow. where we would lose his video right on that statement. Right. Wow, man. Fuck. That's crazy. Wow, stuff. man. <clears throat> wow. No, that's, that's totally crazy. Your audio and, and is off, Mateo. 
Is it? You got to click your audio back on. Yeah. Mateo, mute and unmute. Hit mute and unmute. Mateo. Mateo. He can't hear us. Yo, Mateo, your 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 audio is off. Your sound is off. Your sound. Your. You need a sign. <laughs> Write it out on the sign. Uh, let's see here. I can't. <clears throat> you have to have a sign ready like that. Anyway. Oh, now yeah. it's off. And now. No, that's Mark doing that. No, is it? Yeah. yeah. But one more time. I yeah, I tried, but <laughs> no, it's and now he's telling us so many things. Unmute Mateo. There you go. No. Oh no, he's like gone for some reason. No, your sound. Tell him to restart. Yeah, call us back. Hang up on him, so that he just calls back. <laughs> he's like, "What? This weed? The weed did it, dude? Oh shit!" And <laughs> call us back, Mateo. Hang up and dial and call us back go if you can click hear us. And then boom. Here. Uh, I can't. I can't. Eddie's trying to show him the sign, but Eddie doesn't have his his thing on camera. We see your fingers, Eddie. (laughs) Eddie, move it over. Uh, I don't have paper around. (laughs) No, you need to change your message to him to hang up and die. There There we go. There we go. All right. All right. There we go. Whoa. That was weird. Right when it got right when it got good, you could Fuck. tell he was telling he, he was telling a great story. Dude, he started yelling and stuff. It was a wicked stuff. sounding story. Just couldn't hear it. Yeah. That couldn't handle scene from Forrest Gump where he says, "The only thing I have to say is," and then the guy pulls all the <laughs> cords out of the, and right when they get him back in, he's like, "And that's all I have to say again." Dude, that's all I have <laughs> to say. And then I killed that. the last zombie. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie, may, fill us in. Is anything? Oh, we hear you. Maybe he's back. Yeah, here we go. There we okay, go. Here, it comes. here we go. Dun, dun, there we uh, go. Yay. I don't back. know what happened. It just it fell out. Yay. I'll tell you what happened. I was about to tell you the truth, and the fucking and the, the, the people that are controlling everything didn't want me to do that. So they That's what it. I thought. The right, same guy who bought the bricks. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, you cut off right when you when the doctor answered, You're the only person I've saved. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were like, they're like, that's too much. Yeah. And they muted me. They're like, nobody lives. They don't want me yeah. telling the truth. <laughs> Turn your phone sideways so you can see more of you. Jesus fucking Christ, you're picky. <laughs> what yeah. are we, we have to fit six of us on the screen. I'm glad, that, I'm glad he gets it instead of me. That's so funny. I was waiting for Mark to do it, but he, he's going to sit there and fucking put it on my shoulders, a I'm, motherfucker. I'm good with it. You know, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to have to hold this fucking phone the whole goddamn time. Hold on. Put it somewhere. Let's see if it works like this. Look at you, what you're doing with poor guy. You don't ever want to say put it somewhere on the Adam Dunn show. <clears throat> there we go. Yeah, man. Oh, oh. Ah, stop. <laughs> now you can't see me, though. Hold on. <laughs> Adventures in Zoom. There we go. Right? At that least, hey, listen, we can't Perfect. complain. At least we're online. Beauty. How's that? Beauty. Perfect. Perfect. Nice piece in the background too. I like it. Nice. My son's name, Cassius. <clears throat> Cassius Clay. Another yet another witty, witty name. <laughs> 
Cash is king. Cash is king. Cash is king. Cash is king. It's perfect, right? That's Cash is king. That's so great. Things have so changed in New York City. I mean, there was a day that you you lit up a joint someplace and five O was on you in in a fucking well, heartbeat. Yeah, I remember that that time. I mean, I've been locked up for smoking weed in New York City before. I went to the tombs one night and Oof. ended up being there for a weekend. Me and Huey from Fun Loving Criminals got locked up on a Friday and we fucking ended up spending a little too much time at the tombs. Uh, Fuck. It was not fun at all. But you know, that was 90s in New York, right? The late 90s. It was a different time. Decriminalized yeah. now. So, I mean, so, you're, so, so you can become the if decriminalized. They wanna, if they want to bust your balls, loving, still, decriminalized loving criminals. Right. Huh? right? You guys can be the decriminalized <laughs> fun loving criminals. De- decriminalized. That takes, that takes the fun out of it. <laughs> the not so fun, it's decriminalized. That takes the fun guys. out of it. That don't work. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It has definitely changed and it's about to change even further because it hasn't really happened yet. They're still like on the cusp. Uh, but it's always been like at the same time as it. It, it has always been there too. Like it's never like they smoke more weed in New York than anywhere. Like they can, like it's crazy how much weed gets smoked regardless weed of the fact. Weed here is ridiculous, bro. That's for sure. It it is, and it's it always has been, and it kind of is like you know the 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 true indicator of the price of cannabis because when you start looking at like producer places like Colorado, California, those kind of places, they don't really they're not on the same. New York is a strictly consumer. Place, you know what I mean? It's right. Like yeah, late, there's no production here. Yeah, and lately it has. I mean, obviously it's it's going to get more and more, but that'll change the the dynamics of it all. But up until now, it has been the consumer, you know, the main place. And so, in a way, when you look at it, you know, uh, it changes a lot in those in that process of travel and you know. When it gets when it's being harvested, it can look like one plant, and when it gets down to wherever it needs to be, and actually opened by the person who's gonna put it into a little bag or whatever. I gotta go inside again. I know. So I'm listening to you. I'm I'm listening to you. I'm sorry. I'm taking you on a ride around around my house in Brooklyn. That's cool. That's cool. But in general, you know, it's uh you get to see a lot more by being on that, that receiver end, of course. And then you really see the, the, the final results because cannabis, especially flowers is like baking a cake every time. Right. Like, it's like, how is it packed? How is it, you know, how is it trimmed? How is it fucking like you can get the best weed and just fuck it all up by trimming it shitty and packing it wet or packing it dry or over sucking it with a vac or whatever it is. And the only person who gets to figure that out is that person on the other end. Right. And that's always been the kind of the mystery, right? How did it, that's why blue, that's why blue dream, for instance, one of those strains that everyone laughs about, but the reason it's so popular is because blue dream is beautiful a year later, like you look at it a year later, pop it out of a zip. Bloop, it looks peaks. fucking great. Whereas like other weed, like OG kind of like lost its flavor. It doesn't smell like it used to smell. It's got like, hay, kind of a hay vibe to it. Hmm. So, you know, certain plants cure out way better, you know, like out of the stuff I gave you guys, that cushage and stuff like that, that shit will age even better because it'll, it'll get more, you know, whereas the, the MK, not, not so much like it'll, after it loses its thing, it'll just, they won't 
puff up. You know what I mean? It'll kind of. I won't have it that long to know, so <laughs> it's not going to be a problem. That's the usual thing, anyway, right? That's the usual thing. Yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make up some story about how uh, you know, there, the kids want to see each other, so we can come out and get more. <laughs> is there other uh, um, strains that have year later bag appeal that you know of? Just curious. Now that you say something like that, well, I've never really thought about it that way. Well, I mean, it depends on all how it's stored, right? If it has, yeah, okay. if it's like if you if you if you've left it with seals in a jar. And the jars in the dark and all, you know, follow all those rules. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of stuff will do fine. But rules, I say, rules. No bubble mm-hmm. packs. Dave is going to fail. That's yeah. all I know. Dave, Dave, no, no, no. I stopped using, swag. What? I stopped using hydration packs. I move everything oh, into glass. Thank you. You know, I, those brick weeds, the old fashioned brick weeds yeah, actually get better with time because they're just put in warehouses <laughs> for 15 years. And then when there's a drought, suddenly whoosh, out comes the Mexican <laughs> or the Colombian or whatever it is. But you crap, if it's been kept properly, you break off some of those buds and they blow you away. The, the older they get, you see the crystal on. <laughs> forming on some of the buds but that is psychedelic high definitely i think i think when you like i think pressed weed is a kind of like should come back in general like i think that we because back in the day it was different because should come back yes i think so because i think people don't really well you know the banana leaf and then fermenting without any air getting to it you can do with modern well i think there's a a lot of strength in it definitely there's a lot of natural because if you have enough weed like it's like when you have a little bit of weed that shit just dries up and nothing happens but when you have like a whole jar of weed and you store that jar of weed for like a good amount of you know even like six months or something if it's a whole jar, it'll cure nicely. If it's a little bit in the bottom of a jar, it'll just turn to like dog shit because it's got all that air in there. You know what I mean? So it's how much air exchange you don't want to, you want the least amount of air exchange possible. And uh, you want it to be in the dark and then things happen. Weird things happen too. Like we definitely gets like, so when you squeeze it, you get all the air out, right? There's no air left. And then if you store that, that shit actually changes. Like that's what I was saying back in the day when you got it, imported weed it would be like wow this is like especially chocolate tie oh, no. oh you had no. to go there did you you See, fucking look at Dave. asshole look at Dave. you remember you remember you remember that tie mateo right back in the nine like in the late 80s late 80s like early 90s like the kind of no like, i mean high school weed. i grew up i grew up the first the, i grew up smoking dirt weed in 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 jersey and the first time i got real good weed it was called northern lights and it was okay. this Danky, stinky, different bud that I, that was the first time I'd ever seen kind of bud like real, real, real. That's prop. Yeah, that's that's proper. that's sure. Yeah, and I think I was like sixteen. I think I was like probably probably like fifteen or sixteen at that point, and that like kind of changed my life. And at that point, really, yeah, I became like a real serious pot smoker then, and then I've been ever since. Well, the funny thing is, is when I first met you in '96, uh, I think. Was it ninety six? Uh huh. That was the first year I met you, right? And in ninety six, wow! Like, I'd have to say, like, I, because I, 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 I laughed I, when I first met you guys as a band, right? the fun of the criminals i met through through kate right mark remembers kate and kate would always talk about fun of the criminals, and I immediately imagined a hip hop fucking 
bunch of hip hop guys. Right. So I was like, Oh, fun, love and criminals. That sounds a cool name. I like that. It's like, then I go to the show and I'm like, what the fuck what you is this? I was like, this is not. And at, at the end, you were like my lifeline, right? Literally, because I was like, oh, the DJ guy is pretty good though. And you smoked, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, it's not that I didn't think that the criminals were good. It just was such a different, like I, they had their hits at the time already. They could have had 96, you guys already had the fucking hit. Bam, it was done. Everybody knew it already. It was already like, whoa, these guys are actually a lot different than I thought, right? But then at the same time, I was, I would say out of the guys in the crew, you, you stood out in my mind as the guy who appreciated weed more than anybody in the band, which is a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, in, almost. In Amsterdam, almost. I think, like, well, I, think I mean, so. Huey would, I would say Huey, Huey had the, had the most appreciation for. Well, no, let me see. We rolled the best joints out of all of us. That's for sure. Huey rolled that these beautiful. That, that might have been, but I think it was just more. I'm talking like, like genuine, just like a love flower kind of guy. Like, you know, I could just. Well, I was in, like, you got to understand. I was, it's like you talk about the mid 90s. I was in love yeah. with being there. Like, I remember being, you know, my first time at the parody. So I couldn't tell you what year it was or whatever, but it was around then. And I'm sure that's the, probably one of the first times I met you was at the parody. So. Uh, in the, the downstairs in those dungeons down there. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, like I, I remember being in love with everything. Like the American hotel was the dopest thing in the world. To me. You know what I mean? Like the phones, the, the way the phones were just different than the way they were in the States. Like everything was just European and different and like mm-hmm. different. Everything was different. And it was so cool to be in that place. And like, you know, not to mention, you know, fast, Fast and Huey, Fast and Huey made something that is unfuckwithable. Like Fun Love and Criminals is like this. If you go, like you said, you, you you know you went to see the band. Like you go see them play, man, and 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 you walk away from that show. You like, holy shit! What did I just see? You know? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's like, it's like hip hop meets musicianship. Like like mm-hmm. those dudes play the fucking. They play their instruments and they play them really fucking well. And yeah. like, they're just, so, they were such a cut above the rest. And I, I met them at Limelight. We all worked together at the Limelight in the earlier nineties. And, um, you know, I was lucky enough to kind of come along and be their DJ sometimes and, and, uh, eventually full time and then eventually no time and then back to part time. And, uh, I don't know where we're at now. We're somewhere in between no time and full time. Isn't that where we're all at though? Mm-hmm. exactly no we are, everything's and and the cool part about it is that everybody is seeming to get you know finding little niches here and there which is cool like yeah huey's got all sorts of fucking cool shit going on with he's, a, he's fucking, a star man he was gonna be yeah. a star he's a star bro yeah he's no, no he's between between um video games being characters of video games or, or Wait, he's a know. character in a video game. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Wasn't he? I, I think so. I think he had a character. Think, yeah. Oh, he had, a, yo, he had a wax figure at Madame Tussauds. I remember that <laughs> we went to the, yo, word to mother. We went to the opening of Madame Tussauds on 42nd street, me, King Huey. And, uh, Oh God, I forget who was some, a couple other people with us, but like, they were introducing all the, you know, the people who had just had their figure, like in that. And Huey's figure uh, was done for the London, really for the London Museum, because that's where he was an icon. It made sense yeah. for him 
to have like, yeah. a wax figurine at Madame Tussauds in London because he's a pop icon in London. They're in England. Yeah. And in New York, that was the one of the funniest things about Fun Loving Criminals is like, you go, you do shows with those guys in England or Ireland or, or Amsterdam or like anywhere. And they're these, and dude, the Fun Loving Criminals were huge. You come back to New York and, and, and they're fucking, it's like, hey, how you doing? It's uh, yo, man, whatever. Like, it's like they're nobodies, you know, nobody even ever, what? Not that they're nobodies, but like, no, everybody knows the one well song. Been, like, oh, yeah, they that might song. as well have been nobodies. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they weren't the, it was, and it was nice. It was, I could tell Huey actually enjoyed being able to come back to New York city and not have to deal with that, not have to be the front man. You know right. what I mean? Even though he was, no matter what, he was always, he was always been the front man of everything. You do. Even a good night out, he was the fucking lead, bro. That's the way it goes. Right. But, uh, also you guys, so, so you, the, the artwork that I did on this thing with the, with the New York slice, that's your, uh, that is your weekly, is it weekly at the moment or is that? It's, is we, it's been weekly. It's been weekly since we started it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, listen, Frank, the drummer from fun Loving criminals is, uh, on the radio every Sunday night in his hometown of Leicester, England. Which mm -hmm. on, know, on, the, on the BBC, on the BBC, he's got right. Well, I guess every town has a local BBC. Like every, if you're a big enough town, you got your own yeah. radio. Well, it's the way the the BBC works. So, yeah. um, so he does the Sunday night Uncle Frank show, and I did uh, I, a while back. He asked me to do the Three's the Magic Number for him. I did it. It was really fun. Picked three songs and then talked about him a little bit. And um, I guess we did some shows. We just did some. Uh, Dutch. We did two Amsterdam shows and a Belgium show in January of this year. And Frank had asked me, "Yo, would you do a little like you know twenty minute like kind of mix show, old school mix show thing?" And I'll play it on my show every Sunday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, whatever, man. I, I, like that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I'll think about it." And uh, you know, then this the this pandemic hit, thing hit, man, and and um, you know. I realized in the very beginning of it, in the very, very beginning of the pandemic, I realized that um, what was really important to me was playing music for people and connecting them and making them feel a vibe all at the same time. Like that's, that's what music is about to me. That's what DJing is about to me. It's about making people kind of sing the same song at the same time in unison. And that brings them together. And for me, when I see that, when I feel that it's fucking magic and it, makes me put that shit back into the records that I'm playing and then it goes out and it's this really cool thing that happens and that's what it's really about to me that's what's important like not DJing at the Oscars although that's you know a, an important part of my career because that's what pays that's what pays the bills you know doing these Hollywood parties and doing events and shit that's how I make my money it's how I pay my rent um, you know I never once I'll, I'll tell you straight up I never once did anything with Fun Level Criminals for money that was never that, like, like that to me would kind of poison it, you know, it's right. like, like what, like what fasting you would do is it, it, what those guys create is so pure, you know, like to try and monetize it is poisonous. Um, there's a, yeah, I mean, luckily, it. so that's what, so that's what the, yeah. so when Frank, when Frank offered me the show and I, and I, and I realized it was absolutely zero pay and it was like, a lot okay. of work um, and it was like, a lot of work. Yeah, and it was a lot of work. I was like, "Awesome!" 
Like I've got all this time on my hands. Let me do, let me put, let me create a lot of work for myself. So I started doing these shows weekly, uh, on BBC Lester. Like, and it's like, I do a 20 minute yeah. New York slice, like a mix from here, from the headquarters in Brooklyn. And it's gotcha. kind of like whatever's actually happening outside of my window that at that moment is what inspires me to put the mix together. And, um, this so next week is going to be a little angry. Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be a lot of Rage Against the Machine and shit. Hey, so Rage is on there. Yeah. <laughs> Nirvana's on there. The Public Enemy. Uh, yeah. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. The Pain. Um, yeah, you know, this week's mix is a little angry because, yo, I'm looking out my window and I got to be honest, I'm a little fucking angry. It's crazy. Um, so so I, I, I sent a link to, uh, to Mark. You putting that up on the thing there? <clears throat> what? Mark, I sent you a link on WhatsApp to the uh to this show from uh from mateo weekly on john oh, already see i didn't even know that, that i didn't even know that existed i get all panicky on sunday <laughs> and like yeah. go and copy the link from the bbc and start texting it to people and i yeah. have it timed right so i start texting people i'm on about 4 15 i start texting yeah. people at like 3 30. Well, I can go, I, I go to those old links and it pretty much, if it's on this, it's live at that time, it'll just go right to the same thing anyway. So it seems cool. to work like that. I posted so, it in the chat. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Any other way, every Sunday, it's, and the thing I love about it though, right? It's like fucking the perfect music between Frank's selection with all his crazy shit. And then go, and then, you know, you know, yours is going to be in there and then yours is the best part he's of like the whole a, show. He's like a, he's like a really good BBC DJ. Like he's good at that yeah. shit, man. You know, like oh, he, yeah. could do, he could actually do that like nationally and, 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 yeah. you know, and oh, yeah. if, he wanted, if, he, if he really wanted to, he's got, you know, uh, uh, I don't, you know, I think he like I think he likes, I think he likes it. It's a cool, um, he picks good music for sure. And it, it's a cool thing, man. Like the, the thing that got me right. Like, so the first two, two weeks, three weeks I did it, I was kind of chuckling and I, I, I mean, no offense to Lester. Right. But like, I, I imagine it as a kind of country city in the country. Right. So to me, there's not a ton of people tuned in to the Mateo New York slice in Leicester in my head. Right. So I'm using like, and I'm playing these like hip hop records from New York that might be inappropriate and they have some curse words in them. So every time there's a curse, I have like a cow sound or, a, uh, you know, uh, an ox sound or a frog or whatever, a farm animal sound. And I'm imagining in my head here in Brooklyn that the farm animals are the audience. And, uh, and I get it. Uh. I get a text from my boss at Vanity Fair magazine. And he says to me, are you DJing on the BBC in Leicester right now? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think so. Why? He goes, mate, I'm sitting around the radio in my living room with my family listening to you every, like the last three Sundays. This is awesome. You brought my, you bring my family together every Sunday. Thank you so much. And I, I like, I cut my cart kind of sank for a second. And I, and I, and I sat back and I was like, Oh fuck. You're my audience. Like you're my audience. You're and like, it, and that's, and that's amazing because like you, you're my boss and you're my friend, but like, I wonder who else is listening, you know? And I started kind of like reaching out to friends and some people were listening. And then I brought a bunch of people into listening and I kind of created this cool little way of connecting 
uh, like my friends in Hawaii, my friends in Tokyo, my friends in Amsterdam, my friends in London, my friends in Bath, my friends in fucking Toronto, my friends in New York, my friends in San Francisco. They're all different. They're all in different places, but they're all tuned into this little thing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And for 20 minutes, we're all together. Yeah. No, it's cool. Nice. I totally, that's I, kind I, of I, fucking cool, man. Like, you know, like, yeah, but if, but if you paid me to do that, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, last week, last week I was super impressed. Like I was listening to the mix, like, holy shit, this is actually, cause, because now I understand why though, because of all the swear words and shit, you had to throw in. Where so all many the farm fucking, animals like, come from. They're all, yeah. I don't have I clean like, versions what? of any of those songs. So I have to make my own clean versions. Oh, you know how much that is? Oh my God. It's a yeah, lot. I, was, of, yo, I put a lot of work into that show, but it's totally worth it because I love it. It's fun. And like, I use vinyl to most to make most of it so that it's uncompressed and it's not mp3s it's like it's uh it's uncompressed audio mp3s poison music mp3s are evil they sound so shitty right uh, so i use i use real like i use a, an old broadcast mixer to make make my mixes and you know i treat it i treat it like it's a thing like a craft and, like a craft. and then it's a thing yeah so you you treat your DJing like we treat cannabis, you know. Like this. <laughs> yeah. And now, you're, and now and now and now you're gonna now you're gonna you're gonna start to, to transfer over to that. In well, I am, and like I grew. Listen, dude, you know I grew last. We remember I grew last year outdoors. Yes. Like I've been doing an outdoor garden, uh, not cannabis garden, but I've been doing outdoor garden since <clears throat> 2011 or 12. Actually, before that, like about 2006 or seven, I started doing outdoor gardens. I love it. It's in like growing uh, vegetables and uh, just growing shit in general is in my vegetables. Blood. I love it. It's, <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite things. And the last no, year, true. last year, I actually the last two years I've grown outdoors here in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of ballsy, but whatever. It's pretty funny hey. out there. Wouldn't be DJ Mateo without having Ballsy in there somewhere, right? So I mean, I'll put it to you this way: I have like I had like five plants out there that were about six foot tall, five to six foot tall each. They were big fucking cushion plants, uh, and then there was the ja- I had the jazz cab, two big jazz cabbage girls, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. two huge cushion plants, big big girls, so like five five and a half six feet tall. And but big bird like and uh, I would sit out in my garden trimming them, dude. And the fucking NYPD would come over in their helicopter and just sit right on top of my of my house. And like I'd just be out there, like, hey guys, in my wheelchair, like, hey guys, how you doing? Shit, that's fucking hilarious. I figured like scene from Ching Chong. Knock on my door. To be honest, I really thought they were going to come knock on my door for that, and. And, I, and that's why I was like, I have four plants, man. Like, uh, I have four plants. And like, here's the deal. Medical marijuana is not really available in New York City. Mm-hmm. In Massachusetts, you can get recreational, anything you want. And that's where my kid lives. So I'm in Massachusetts all the time. I can actually get anything I need at recreational prices. But medicinal marijuana, you can't get it in New York City. All you can go, oh, I'm sorry, that's not true. You can get oil. And, and yeah. You can get... Right. I believe you can get uh, Marinol, like pills prescribed mm. from your doctor. Yuck. And Yuck. then there's, there's like some yeah. other things you can get. You might even be able to get edibles that come from the pharmacy. Um, but there's no flour. There's no uh, oils. There's no, uh, I mean, obviously there's CBD on 
every corner, every bodega selling CBD smoothies. I mean, that shit mm-hmm. is snake oil in New York City at this point. Um, that van that drives around with the weed, weed can. Well, Mr. Smoothie, Mr. Smoothie, the guy that drives around sells crack and ice cream. He's got CBD flavored ice cream now. For sure, God. for the crack, <laughs> CBD flavored crack. Probably CBD crack, crack. And ice cream and the my, CBD my crack gummy. has CBD in it, so it's good. It's better. It's better than that other crack. Better than that other crack. I got the CBD with CBD oil. Um, yeah, you know. But so the laws in New York are funky, man. And like, you know, I, that's why I just I kept it small. I was like, I have five. I had five plants last year. That was the number I I, I happened to be left with. I didn't pick that number, but like after I got rid of the boys that showed up. Um, I happened to have five girls that made it and, um, you know, I just, um, I figured like five plants, bro, five fucking plants. Are you going to come at me for five plants? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to create enough for myself. Well, back in 1987, I went to my dad's house in fucking Jamaica, Queens and and as I came up on the train, I could see the fucking plants out his on his balcony at his fucking house. Like it was like, dude. And I I, 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 I was like, I get off the train, I go to his house, and I'm like, dude, I can't believe you're growing in fucking uh, like out in plain plain sight. He goes, my next door neighbor's a cop. Right. I told there him to go, go fuck himself. I told him to go fuck himself. Right. This is in 1987. <laughs> right. When like. Smoking, nobody was doing it, and and then he had bricks all set up on the windowsill so he could hit people trying to come up, climb up to get him. So he would like throw the bricks down. And I was like, oh, "You guys are fucking." I was like, "He's such a he was such a like hardcore old school Vietnam vet type guy." You know what I mean? But he it was just like, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. So like, I'm sure there's always been that kind of element in New York too, where there's just somewhere deep in people just you know pulling off little rooftop deals. Well, I'm thinking the Bronx, in the Bronx, and the outer boroughs. Yeah, definitely in Manhattan. You don't, you don't see no. that shit. I mean, Manhattan is so yo. Manhattan is so mon- monetarily like Disneyfied, gentrified, cubically dissected and parceled off, and it's like not even Manhattan anymore. You know, if you ever lived there, you wouldn't recognize it. No, exactly. It's uh, it's not it's, the Times Square we grew up in. That's for sure. It's the Nobody safest place like in America. It always smells like weed in Times Square. Everywhere still, I go. Still? Still? I've well, been there since all of this, but... Now it just smells like M&M's and cotton candy, I think, is all you can smell. No, no, it always smells like... Dancing weed. M&M's. Dancing M&M's. Mateo, is the rule still you have to be moving to be smoking? Because that was, that was always the rule know. I understood. As long as you were moving... No, I think, it, yeah, maybe that's, I don't, I, I didn't, I've done kept up with the current regulations. The only places I, that I would really smoke in New York, um, there was a nightclub I was just DJing at, like a, uh, that had an outdoor lounge. I, I'd utilize that to smoke, but like, I won't smoke on the streets in New York City. Not Is that the place on 10th? I learned my lesson. I was arrested once, man. And but, like one trip to the tombs was one trip to the tombs for more than 24 hours was enough to, for me to never, ever, ever want to go back there for cannabis ever again, for anything, for anything. I never want to go back there ever for anything again. I mean, you know, in hindsight, I'm not, I'm not upset that I went. It was the worst experience ever. I actually have some, you know, Huey and I have some funny stories from, from that night, from that weekend. Uh, but I'll tell you, you know, at a certain point, the humor, like, 
and it was a very real situation and that I put myself in for smoking weed, you know? And like, here I am, you know, in 2020 mm-hmm. and, you know, there's so much crazy shit going on around us and, you know, I still have to focus in and, and just on my kid, right? And I like, teach my son you know, the right things. Like I have to, I have to reconcile with my son right now when he comes down to Brooklyn for the first time, why his room is in his room. And he, he's not going to be happy about that. He's not going to be happy about that. Yo, so check it out. So, uh, there's a poster on the wall on, uh, that I'm looking at. It's like 180 degrees of Cassius clay. And that was in my son's room. And when I set up the grow room in there, I took the poster down and I hung it in the living room. I was on, FaceTime with him the other day and he saw the poster and he goes, dad, why is the fighter in the living room? I was like, wow. Uh, you know, I just, yeah, I moved in there cause I want to, you know, and I had to lie to my kid because I didn't have, I didn't have the answer ready. And with, you know, the answer is I should have just told him the truth right then and there. But, but when he comes down here, I can bribe him with ice cream. He sleeps in my bed. Anyway. Right. But like, you know, I'm going to have to tell him like, you know, like, you know, hey, daddy, daddy throwing flowers or daddy's, I have to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. It's a whole education. Your son, Adam. Well, we have uh, actually started a whole foundation for him called Plant Buddies. And he, he teaches... He, he knows he knows what's up with everything with cannabis he knows what's up but at the same time he, he also knows his medicine too so he calls it medicine he doesn't you know he, he sees that he sees that part of it all and he sees the whole other plant medicine not just cannabis he sees all the all the other all the other different plants that can uh create medicine too and he teaches it's funny because he's like a little teacher it's when he was when he was in school because now he's being homeschooled homeschooled from for the moment but he was uh at his own school, he had, we'd started a foundation called Plant Buddies where he, we don't, we donated a lot of plants to the school. And then we, uh, had him cruise around to the different classrooms and he sort of taught each classroom about the, about the plants themselves and how to water them and stuff. So it was kind of funny. Like teachers were all com- coming to him because he was the, he was the teacher for a little while there. It was, it was pretty hilarious. That's right. Right on, man. I mean, listen, I, you know, I know, uh, you know, my, I have friends of mine that have kids that are grown and, you know, they normalize it, right? Like, as I think if you normalize the first step to legalizing cannabis, normalizing it, right? You got to take the, you have to take the element that the criminal element out of it. You have to take the clandestine, you know, back alley, like, somebody's going to get their knees broken if they don't pay up element out of it in order for it to, you know, progress into something that, you know, like something that I can talk to my kid about, like, you know, I haven't listened for me. I, I have, I'm missing body parts for me to explain to my kid, Hey, I need this plant as a medicine. It's pretty fucking easy. It's not a reach, you know, yeah. but, for the, but for the average guy, to understand for his kid, look at his dad and understand why he's got it. Well, why does he smoke that stuff and feel funny or, or act funny or act different after he smokes it? Cause that's really what it is. Like the kid, they, they, they look at us and learn everything from us. 
Why, 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 is he, why does he hog my Legos all the time? <laughs> why, is he, why is he using my Legos and eating all my ice cream? Why does he eat all the ice cream and hog all the Legos? What is wrong right. with him? Yeah. Uh, mind now, I think it's, it, it's important. I think it's important to be honest with your kids and, and not try because it's just like, you see how hard it is, right? Just to, just to have to lie to them once like that. It's, it's difficult. And you're trying, oh, I never want to do that again. You know that you're training them in all the wrong things at that point. Like the, the minute you look, Yo, the other thing is, I, I came up with that little, I was like, oh, I moved it out here because, you know, I wanted to look at it. And he was, he looks at me and goes, well, what's in my room? And I was like, oh, you know, whatever was hanging out here, the, the one that was hanging out here. And my kid looked at me and he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. dad, sure. Okay, dad. And I was like, oh, I just okay. got blessed by my How old's your kid, Mateo? Huh? How old's your kid? Four. Four. Wow. So I got 25, 15, and 12. Wow. Okay. That's great. I just never, I've practiced the same way. It, I, I never made it an issue at all. I, that's exactly that's exactly how his shooting is, too. It's never really on target, like all tight target. It's all over the place. Kind of like, yeah, I go every seven years, ten years, whatever, dude. Hit I'm the like, side of the barn. I worked for a guy, when I, I worked for a guy, uh, one of my old former bosses, dude's was really rad. And uh, when Cassius was born, okay, when Cassius was on his way, he took me aside one night and we poured, poured me a whiskey. We had a whiskey together and he said, congratulations. Uh, he said, welcome to the club. He said, it's the best club you'll ever be a part of. He goes, I can't explain anything about the club to you. You're just going to have to figure it out as you go. Cause it'd be useless. It'd be a waste of my time. He goes, but someday you'll realize why I'm a repeat offender. And he's like you, he's got kids that are like 21, 19, 15, 12, eight. He's got a three-year-old now and he's like 68. So, you know, being a dad is probably the best thing in the world. Yeah, it's awesome. My 25-year-old runs and grows, so I feel wonderful. I think think the expression in my family is going to be one and done. That's it. One and, one and done around here, boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't Mark, where were you with the rim shot symbol crash, man? You should have been right on that. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, no, well, you have sound effects? No. Yeah, no. MTI right there. Don't ask he be, him. He gets he stressed out. Too. He, he gets super stressed out, and then he gets all like, he gets mad. And, he starts, <laughs> <laughs> and you can just tell he. You're like, oh, is he mad? He gets really mad yeah. for once. Yeah, you can see. <laughs> I'm fine. No, he does the beatbox. Go ahead, come on, lay down a rhythm. Come on, I'm go good, ahead, Mark. Okay. Why, why you got to put me on the spot like that, man? But your DJ Mateo is here, man. Get the bass out. <laughs> They've hung out. They've already done the whole thing. They have a whole routine. They've done this huge thing. They do. So, um, <laughs> so, so, so uh, maybe you know what's the deal? What's the deal with? Um, mixed stuff on because we can't we, we can't play nothing on this show that's one of our problems is that we don't play any music because we get scared because if we play music or show a movie yeah. or well, do they whatever pull it down man they sh- yeah, pull the whole show so my daughter always- made a picture and it happened to include the xbox in the photo i mean she in a painting she made a painting and in the background she you know it was whatever was on the counter there was an xbox there instagram pulled it down 
Well, Are you fucking kidding her. me? Really? They pulled down her photo because they said it has copyrighted material in it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I said, do you, do you have to tell that story to everybody? That's just fucking crazy. Oh, so she took a picture of that. She took a picture of her painting. <laughs> She's <laughs> hiding the Coca Cola. <laughs> well, there's. Um... Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that's so great. Oh, Mark, fucking bravo, man. Bong hit for you. Hey. Sage and Sour coming up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bong is for Mark. Now it looks like a true Mexican restaurant. I told you it was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are so, <laughs> so bad. Oh fuck! I gotta cover it. I think we're fine. We Mark's like an old timey, old timey movie now. We just see him. He's got no sound. He's self muted. <laughs> <laughs> Self-gimped. You gimped yourself. Why are you gimping yourself? Oh, there you go. Uh, I, I got all kinds of shit going on here. You know, we got roommates and stuff. People Click, yelling and clicking girl, and clacking. for COVID. You know, that's, No, don't say that. No. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. No, literally. No. What? Girl with... Like, who's got COVID? No, not with. I said girls... <laughs> No, you don't get it. Girls, girl, girls gone COVID. Girls gone COVID. It's a new video. It's a new, it's a new it's topless chicks with COVID. Just all endless hours of it. Girls gone COVID. Oh boy. Got a whole other room thing going on in the other room. It's loud. And that's right. I'm keeping it muted. And besides, there are people here that are, you know. Okay, I'm just checking with you. I I'm good. Is, okay, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Muted McMuter. He's like a lurker. He's like a true lurker now, though. He looks like a lurker, and he is a lurker. He's a Mark B. Lurker. <laughs> Lurking from the corner <laughs> of his Mexican restaurant. So, um, and look at Eddie sticking through, and it's got to be like 1 30 right in the morning. It's the only way he can stay awake is just in keeping London. it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 1.30. Yeah, it's late over there. I invited Fast into the conversation, but, yeah, but he, I'm sure he's asleep. Tell him we had another guy who was really English, actually from the UK, so it was way more official. So it was cool. Although I think after you live there for 20 years, they, they give you some sort of certification that you're immune to prosecute. I forget. There's some rules. I'm not sure what they are. He's officially certified, Fasty. How is it? Has he has he pulled the Madonna deal though? Got the accent, the fake accent, and everything. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. What is it with Madonna and that lady off of the X Files? They've become uh, rich. It's so bullshit. Uh, what's I know it's, it's so ridiculous. Now I, I knew he wouldn't do it back in the states. Everybody over there, do you think he does it a little bit, or does he suck it? Just no, like, absolutely like not. Thick, thick. Got still got his thick old Brooklyn ass. You funny. can tell what you can tell what block he's from by the way he orders his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> regular light yeah. and sweet yeah do it depends on the day really sometimes <laughs> it's, sometimes it's iced tea <laughs> and lasting and hellishes on yeah on my <laughs> can I get a yeah, been, cream cheese here man yeah he's yeah, been pretty, pretty rock solid over there in the UK forever and uh Obviously. I think that's where the band found their home. You know, that's where Huey found. Also, that's where Huey found. Um, I think that's where Huey. That's where Huey yeah. found his family, right? And that's where Fast found his family. So it was just natural for them to stay there. The band was successful and, there, and, and easy um, for Frank. <laughs> and Frank's like, "This is easy." Well, Frank's from there. Yeah, he's from Leicester. <laughs> exactly. Now he just runs yeah. Leicester, which is awesome. Uh, 
People, yeah, apparently yeah. people from Leicester are very proud to be from Leicester. Apparently it's a very like astute place to be unless there's like, you know, every, yeah. if you're from Leicester, you're, you're all, you're all Leicester. <laughs> you guys talking about Leicester, yeah? Pardon? What's that? Leicester, yeah? Yeah, Leicestershire. It's like everyone in London has been asked at least once the way to Leicester Square. And you have to smile at them and show them on the tube map where it is. But it's Leicester Square, guys. It's Come Leicester on. Square. I know. I actually, my favorite hotel in London, I lived at the St. Martin's Lane, uh, right at the top of Leicester Square. But, yeah, Perfect. I love, yeah, I love that hotel. I love that neighborhood. But now, it's on lockdown, obviously, during lockdown, it was just empty. They should have been, obviously they couldn't, but they should have been filming uh, <laughs> science fiction films there, where there's <laughs> I've seen some amazing photographs of, Good idea. Of, of, of London just completely empty. It's very, it looks very eerie and apocalyptic. <laughs> London is yeah. an eerie city. Uh, the architecture kind of lends itself to drama. And um, yeah, those streets, when they're empty, they're a little frightening. Like New York, eh, it's a little weird to see the streets empty. But, you know, at the same time, like, I, you know, I'm a nightclub DJ, man. I come home from work at 5.30 in the morning. I'm used to seeing the streets empty. <laughs> you know, exactly. not that empty, but... And and not everybody wearing not the few people that are out wearing masks, obviously. But no, no actually, no, 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 no. I lived in Japan in numerous yeah. times. I lived in Japan 2006, 2007, 2008, and 2011 during the earthquakes and tsunamis. So I'm very accustomed to face masks and 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 wearing them. Um, I remember the first time I saw everybody wearing them in Tokyo and I was like, I asked my boss, I was like, why is everybody wearing a face mask? Like what's going on? And he was like, allergies, allergy season. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so he was wrong. that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But yeah, in, in Tokyo, it's, you know, like if you're sick, you wear it so that you don't get yeah. other people sick. That's the way they, that's the way it is. Yeah. They're actually uh, very hospitable people. So it's one of those like, Oh, wow. You you're doing it for my sake. I get you. Wow. Bro. I think, didn't I call you, Adam? Didn't you bail me out when I got arrested there? Did I call you for bail money? Um, I don't remember. I think I did. Yeah, it might've happened. Yes. It's possible. I think I called you for bail money out of everybody. I picked That's you. That's definitely breaking the rules. You know how many phone calls he's going to get right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good for bail money. Cool. Adam <laughs> slash. No, 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 no. I got I got arrested for doing something real stupid in Tokyo. Real, real stupid. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get arrested in Tokyo. Yeah, it's a tough. They, they don't let you. They don't let you relax in jail. <laughs> that's for sure. No, 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 no. You have to sit. You have to sit a certain way, and you're not allowed to talk to anyone. Yeah. For like long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. Serious. Like, yo, they they don't fuck around there, man. You do not want to get in trouble in Tokyo. Uh -uh. It hit, it hit you with a cane and slap you around. I, didn't, and, yeah. I fortunately didn't get any of that. Yeah. But they don't um, have a problem with it. They don't have a problem with it, I think. No, definitely not. And they had my passport for a couple of weeks. Uh, they did have my passport for like two weeks. They wouldn't give it back. It was two or three weeks. They wouldn't give my passport. Because I, I was working there and I had to work for a while. Um, and my, yeah, boss, my boss had to go to bat for me and like 
pay we had to pay a big fine yeah I, stupid kid I was it's a, it's yeah it was what graffiti right or something stupid like that or yeah well i had just met the see the thing was like yeah it was graffiti <laughs> Marky Marky B understands. He's he's, yeah. It was well. Okay, so Marky will definitely understand. So I uh, I met this girl. She was like, I don't know. She was like twenty years old, model girl in a club. We were walking out of the club. We were on our way back to her house, and she goes in her bag and she pulled out a bottle of vodka and a blue can of spray paint. And I was like, Oh, we are in trouble. And I just grabbed this this spray paint and I went up to like a telephone pole and I put a quick tag on it. We jumped in the cab and the cab driver took off and went around the corner to Rapunky Crossing and like seven cops just surrounded the taxi. I was like, and I looked at her and she was, I said, I was like, oh fuck. And she's got spray paint on her hands because she was just spray painting some shit too. I was like, oh, we're so fucked. <laughs> oh, we're so fucked. That was not fun. We got out of it though eventually. So, uh, did she, so you guys both got arrested? Yeah, we, yeah, we both got arrested. Uh, we got taken to the police station and, uh, we said company separated. <laughs> no, separated. Yes, I think it was a company. You need a little company. And, uh, they kept like asking me all these questions about, uh, my boss and about what I was doing there. And I, at the time, so no, at the time I did not have a work permit. I was there as a tourist. It was like my, it was my first trip there. I did not have a work permit and I was DJing. I was totally DJing at the club and, um, the fucking, uh, <laughs> the boss, they kept asking me all these questions and I kept coming up with bullshit answers. And at a certain point, the guy that I worked for walked into the police station and he had his dog, he had his pit bull with him, Mako and his dog, he had no leash. The dog walked right next to him. He walked into the room that I was in, into the interrogation room, and he goes, Materia, you you crazy. You make spray? You make spray? And I was like, yes, yes, KK, I made spray. He goes, okay, um, you have drugs? And I said, no. And he goes, okay, I fix And he walked out of my room, he walked into the room that Melissa was in, and he goes, and he, him and Melissa knew each other really well because Melissa was a model. She had been living in Tokyo for a couple of years at that point, off and on. And, and Melissa was, you know, hothead and, and KK used to get, you know, the herbs. And uh, he walks into Mel's room. He's like, Me- Melissa, you crazy? You crazy? You with DJ and you let him explain? Crazy. You have drugs? She goes, no. And he goes, Okay, ethics, ethics, ethics. And he fixed it, I'm sure. And he walked out, and him and the pit bull, and the pit bull got up and walked out behind him. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Is, did that really just happen? Like, the Don the just walked in. Station with a fucking dog, with a pit bull, with no leash, with no leash, a brick shit house pit bull, with no leash. I, I ended up I ended up taking care of that dog years later. The dog uh was amazing. His name was Mako, which means shark in Japanese. And uh the owner of the dog told me straight up he goes he goes he goes, Mateo, uh don't tell dog to kill because dog will kill. Dog will kill. He he has college education. 
I learned later that he sent the dog to get like all kinds of crazy trained and because the dog was a nut job. The fucking big British pit bull living in a little room in Tokyo. And they're like, hmm, let's figure out what do we want to say to the dog we want him to kill? How about kill? That's a good one. And they'll be like, no, don't do that. Don't tell dog to kill. <laughs> be like, dog kill will kill. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want. I can't say the guy's name, man. But yo, he was the coolest no. dude I ever met. No, he that's definitely coolest. breaking the rules. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying his name. No way. Uh, well, I will tell you this: when I used to walk through Rabungi with him, it was like walking through Mott Street with John Gotti. Like people would stop, and either they'd cross the street because they saw him coming. Or like all the hustler guys that worked outside of the clubs in Rapungi, they'd see him coming and they'd bow. And they'd be like, Good evening, sir. How are you? How are you? He was gangster. Who was Yakuza? Uh oh, no, sure. he was not. No? He was half Chinese. Ooh. Oh, see. I think he worked for the Yakuza. They got rules, Dave. The Yakuza. Real well, rules. he worked with them. I mean, he had friends. <laughs> he had friends that were Yakuza. Yeah. I met a guy that had a couple of fingers. fingers. I see it. I see it. I see it. Covered back, covered tattoos, and all that shit. I, I met a bunch of those guys while I was there. That's that's just real. Yeah, Japan's Japan's definitely like if you have you have to have somebody there to, to kind of guide you. I had I had a DJ there, uh, Aki, who runs uh, the Womb, the Club Womb. Yeah, and Womb. Was oh, that place is sick. And it was the same sort of situation. Yeah, and he yeah he played. He's the only drum and bass DJ like in their in their lineup or whatever. But he's like the main one of the main uh, guys there. And it was it was weird though. So like in a neighborhood, and you get there, and and you go down some elevator into some stairs, and then down even further, and the farther down you go, then then you start to hear it, and then you're like, oh wow, I, I get it. I, it's I pretty deep. Why, yeah, it's I pretty deep. It's, it's pretty far below ground. Yeah, uh, we we uh, well, the club that I worked for actually looked at that space before Womb opened. Um, there's another club into another mega club in Tokyo called Agiha that just has the most the best sound system in the world. It's oh, it's unbelievable. The Japanese really know what they're doing, man. <laughs> I got give them a lot of credit, man. They 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 know more about hip hop music than Americans do, for sure. Well, they definitely take things to the next level. Like that's one thing I'd, I've always appreciated. Like, like as a kid, I, I dreamed about it, and I, when I finally got to go there, I think it was in two thousand and three, I believe, uh, and it was like it it lived up to its name. It lived up to a few things, especially when you got really high, because I didn't have weed for the first four days, and that, right, so I, weed's a thing there, dude. You know, it's hard to get. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't have any weed, and so when I finally got some, I got so high uh, that I I had to go outside. Like I got to that point where I was like, "Gotta go," and then I got on. I got onto the train, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this is amazing!" Like it was like it was mind blowing. Like being on weird. another planet. I was a little bit weird and stressed for the first four days because I had no weed, and I walked around, and I was like, uh, "I got to smoke one hit off like one guy's joint at one point on New Year's." And it was like, that's it. That's it. Ugh. And then when I finally got to see that guy uh, and get my weed and got good, I got great weed. That was the worst part. It was too good. It was like, oh no, I'm all paranoid and fucked up. And it, it was totally just, exists there. I mean, you can get, you know, you can get anything you want there. The reality is you just have to be very careful with where you do it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's, it's intense. It's intense and definitely psychedelics. I think it would be super intense in, in Japan because it's already like so already cubicle and cause do, 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 do. you know you already got the vibe going where yeah you're just like, i think there's certain neighborhoods that would really lend itself like uh down in um agihabara electric city and and like there's certain neighborhoods uh like uh like obviously shibuya and shinjuku would be a real shibuya would be a trip to walk around if you were on mushrooms and all those places would be wild i went the other direction when i lived there i had a raging coke <laughs> that was quite expensive i was gonna just say that's not not a good place for that well i had that and but it wasn't just that and then oh no and so that was in the that was for only for a little while and then i traded it for i traded that for pharmaceutical for pill habit for pharmaceuticals while i was there i was the drugs are like the drug scene in tokyo is bad man bad (laughs) not good not good I mean, but it's better in Tokyo than it is, you know, like I lived, listen, I've lived all over the world. I've lived in Shanghai. I've lived in Hong Kong, lived in Tokyo. Um, you know, I've seen the, uh, you know, the scene in all of those places, man. And like, mm. you know, when I was in Shanghai, I remember, I remember one girl that I, that I used to party with and hang out with. I remember her sending me a text saying, don't party this weekend. There's drugs that are going around. They're killing people. Some fentanyl, fentanyl at the time, probably. I'm sure, right? Well, as, no, they were cutting. They were cutting blow with arsenic or something. I don't know what it was. Some uh, drugs that could come into town that were bad. So, like, you know, yeah, that wow. was scary. That was scary. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I remember, I remember getting the most. Like, we got weed in Shanghai that was like it barely caught on fire. It looked right. like weed. It looked like weed, but it didn't really smoke. I got hash in Shanghai that came from Afghanistan that will blow your fucking mind. I mean, the shit was ridiculous. When I pulled that out, King was with me. King, because I brought King out to Shanghai. I thought I was going to die when I was living in Shanghai. I thought somebody was going to kill me. I had just lost the hearing in my left ear. Same thing that caused me to get sick and lose the leg and the finger was the uh, the prenzodone, the drugs. It caused me to lose my hearing back in 2008. And... Uh, so I was living in Shanghai. I had gone out to Shanghai for to do a DJ residency. I was there for like six months or whatever. And um, I was there for 24 hours. And I had almost got hit by like three bicycles, two taxis, somebody. And I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to die. <laughs> I had just lost my hearing in my left ear. You know, yeah, when I was, it was, I was DJing. So it was so loud in the club. Uh, that I could barely hear anything in my right ear. It hadn't adjusted yet. And so I, I flew King out um, to basically like, you know, be my bodyguard or friend, you know, tour manager slash protector, make sure I didn't fucking do anything stupid. Um, and the first night King gets out, I had found, I had gotten this hash from, from the dude that was, the dude that was getting us, you know, all of our drugs. I got me hash because I knew King had to have his hash. So smoke, King had to have something to smoke. I got the hash and we smoked, uh, we smoked it. We went passed out and King being OCD, the ashes that had fallen on the coffee table, he used like a flyer from the nightclub to like cut him into a line. I guess he was planning on like scooping it into the ashtray. I digress. We're, we both passed out. King wakes up in the morning sees this line of ash on the uh. 
and thinks I'm up all night doing coke. And then gets fucking mad at me for the next 24 hours. Won't speak to me. He's like, I'm on a plane back to New York. This guy can fucking kill himself. I don't give a shit. Like, fuck him. And I'm like, why is this dude mad at me? And then at the end of the day, I looked over at the coffee table. I was like, yo, you're going to clean this ash off the coffee table? You're going to leave it there all day? And he looks over and sees that it's ash and not cocaine and goes, I'm so sorry, bro. Fuck. I'm so sorry. I was so mad at you all day. Yeah, it sounds like a king situation. Uh, But he made the line? He did it? He made the line the night before. He was trying to clean up the ash. He didn't remember. That's how good the hash was. (laughs) It was, yo, the hash was from Afghanistan. Yeah. It was like, yo, and I'll tell you, when I was in, when I was gold in, seal, gold seal, real deal or whatever. Yeah. 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 It was, boy, the hash was ridiculous. The same guy that got me the hash had gotten me some blow like two weeks before. And I tried it with him in the nightclub, in the bathroom, in the nightclub. He was like, I think he owned the nightclub to be honest with you. Um, or he owned the guy who owned the nightclub. But cause the old, cause the guy who I worked for was like, yeah, go ahead, go with him. It's fine. I did a bump with this dude in the bathroom. And I looked at him, I was like, whoa, that's really good. So where did that come from? And he goes, Columbia. And I was like, yeah, no, no, really, where's that from? And he was like, Columbia. And he pulled out the sack. I was like, oh, shit. China is crazy. China is gnarly. I, I want to go back. I can't, eat, I can't eat Chinese food in America. It's not Chinese food. Hmm. Yeah. It's good. No, I'm not just completely, completely not. just the food changed. in China. The food in China mm-hmm. is amazing. Of course, amazing. The scene, the food the, scene, the bats. Don't don't even the bat. Bats. Well, you don't good. know. <laughs> I mean, I went to a market. I don't know. I went to a market in Shanghai that could be considered. I don't know. I didn't see any live. Did I see live animals? I don't remember. I'd have to look through the photos. Maybe there were some live animals there. There was wrong, dead animals wrong that you were like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. You don't eat dead animals. You eat live animals. Come on. Come on now. I don't eat animals. <laughs> I don't either. I don't. I eat vegetables. <laughs> I don't eat animals. I eat vegetables. Well, that's not true. I eat fish. Me too. Yeah. I you're eat, a pescatarian. I eat, I eat animals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat it. I don't eat animals, but I eat fish. Yeah, that's yeah, an animal. I was starting to remember that Adam was a vegan a few years back at a roast. I'm short. I'm a short vegan by everybody's accounts in the show. I'm really short, according to like a few people. I don't know why, but I'm really, really short. <laughs> so if you didn't know, Mark knows, right? I've always been like t- on the shorter side. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Hey, gentlemen, um, I got to run. I got to get back to the yeah. fucking lab and I got to cut this week's slice up and finish it, finish recording it. Cool. Well, um, before you go, let's make sure uh, people know where to find you besides uh, obviously Radio Lester once a week on Sundays, live yeah, around. No, I, um, I am djmateo.com mm-hmm. or I, I underscore am underscore djmateo on Instagram. <laughs> As a lot of DJ Mateos, I realized that a while ago. I was like, fuck, there's so many DJ Mateos. I think there are, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of DJ everybody's these days. And there are all these terrible house DJs named Mateo, like a lot of them. I'm like, oh, another one. I'm like, no. Well, there was one really good house DJ named Mateo that came out of Montreal. Oh, so they just, Uh, they don't. 
Mateo, Mateo and Matos. There was like, they were like buddies. Did you ever get any gigs with people thinking you're him? And you'd be like, Never. I am not that DJ Mateo. No, 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 no. Cause he probably Never. got paid pretty big money. I would think. If he's one of the one of the good ones, right? So you'd be like, all right, I'll, I'll take. Well, that I mean, the thing is, like, those guys played played very specific type of music. So if I got books to play for their crowd, it would not go over well. Oh no, it'd be terrible. It'd be terrible. You take the money, you play one song, and be like, "This is the wrong." But then you just run. You just be like, "You paid me. You, you signed the contract. It's already good." Check. Good. Hey, is the check clear? Yeah. Check clear. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Mateo, you ever have dinner at a uh, Papardella? Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Right. I missed that. I want that again. I, 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 I want to go back to Papardella. Yeah, Restaurants are starting to open again, or sitting in? No, not really yet. Or kind of half and half. New York City. Yeah. It's sitting in or? Uh, I think they hit phase one Monday. Gotcha. Either this Monday coming up, or it just hit. I don't really know, man. I'm kind. Of, I'm embarrassed to say I'm kind of. I had to disconnect from all of it um, temporarily. There's too much noise mm-hmm. for me to um, for me to remain attached to my my creative impulse and my inner voice and all that. Like it was just too much external noise. I unplugged cable. I got rid of cable. I stopped watching CNN news, all that shit, and I just, you know, I. I definitely plugged into the streets and plugged into the city a little bit more. And, and, you know, I, I believe my eyes, I believe my ears, I believe what I feel. I don't need uh, the news telling me what their angle is. Sure. No, it's a good time to be able to do that. And, uh, it's a great time to do psychedelics time to go inwards. Everybody just say, fuck outwards, go inwards. A friend of mine, it's funny you say that a friend of mine just showed up with some DMT the other day. Oh, oh! Shout out to Alki David. We had him on. A couple no, yeah, it was ago. five. That was five meo. Five meo. Excuse me. Yeah, it's a specific type of DMT. Right. Talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this stuff is. It's the kind that gets you really stratospherically. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, I've done. I've done ayahuasca a couple of times. Well, um, that's. I did it in. I did it in Hawaii. Uh, Basically, in the you know the gulch. It, uh, if you go, Adam, you know you're familiar with like where Maliko is. Uh, sorry, uh, where um, Makalau is, like above Haiku. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Sure. So that's right where I was. Going out towards Hana from up from way up there. Uh-huh. There's a yeah, road right. that goes out towards Hana. There's a big fucking valley that splits. So there's a guy out there. There's a guy out there that grows ayahuasca. Um, and serves it to one person at a time, uh, only to people that find their way there, to the certain people. And um, and I found my there. My friend went there, and he found. Uh, he, he he thought that I would benefit from going there, so he brought me there. Right, and, that's uh, the best. Way. That's the best way. Yeah, that's all. That's all the right ways of doing things. Instead yeah. of being like, well. I've done it that way too. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we we're like, there's no electricity on the property. Uh, there's, there's a tin roof. You're in a little house. The guy who serves you doesn't drink with you, but he comes back and checks on you and makes sure that, you know, you're, he guides you through and he asks you a bunch of questions before you go in. And then when you come back out, he brings up 
the questions that you asked and that he asked. Not, not he doesn't really ask. He asks you why you're there. What, yeah, you're, why, you're, yes, you're, you're, why you're intense. There, you know? You're intense. You're intent, yeah. which is important, which is always important. Yeah. Um, so I had I had this beautiful like ray of light, you know. Uh, just beautiful all like it was almost like it picked me up and put me back down to sleep when I woke it was so beautiful such a beautiful experience and then after I lost that was about three years before I lost my leg uh, and then a year after I lost my leg I did it uh, my son was about to turn one I hadn't oh, yeah, really, this is crazy I hadn't yeah. really been spending much time with him uh, I was fighting with his mother and and I was you know, I, I was adjusting to, to being an amputee and it was, it was a, fuck, just a fucking horrible time for me. And uh, I went with my friends in Brooklyn, my friend Chris Nunez from uh, the guy from Miami Inc. Tattooer mm-hmm. called me up and he was like, Yobi, I think you need to come over here tonight and, uh, and spend the night with us here. And I was like, okay. So I went over there and uh, there was like 13 people in a room. Big room. Big room, but 13 fucking people. Ooh, don't get Dave scared. He hears 13 people oh, in a room. He's already nervous. Look at him. He's well, like, maybe there was 11. I don't know. Maybe Karen. there was 11. I could be exaggerating. Karen in the corner. Karen in the corner over here. <laughs> there was a bunch of people there. There was a lot of people there. And... Uh, there was a, a shaman that was there to serve us. And my friend Chris says to me, he goes, Mateo, he goes, this is Marlon. And uh, Marlon's going to, Marlon's going to, uh, you know, serve us tonight. And I, and, and I looked at Marlon and I was like, I know you, dude. Like, you used to work at Limelight. <laughs> oh yeah, you're shaman. You're like, shaman. What, your shaman was from the limelight. Like, what kind of fucking shaman do you are you? Try, you know what I mean? Like, I you're from Brighton Beach, bro. I know you. Right. That's funny. Like, you know, and like, and and it, you know, I took Chris aside and I was like, "Yo, listen, man. I was like, you know, your shaman guy's a little fucking. I don't know, bro. Like, I know him from limelight. Like, he's kind of a, he's like an ex junkie and." And Chris is like, yeah, yeah, he's all that, definitely. Um, but he's been down in Peru for the last three years, like learning about this stuff. And you know, I think you'll be, I think you'll find yourself in good hands. He goes, you know, listen, be here with me, and I, and I'm here with you, and I won't, I won't let anything happen to you. And I was like, all right, you know what, that's cool. So let's go. And um, and they went around the room and they did the fucking, they blew powder up your nose. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes. I draw. Yeah. Yopa. Yeah. 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 Then, your the first cup, then your first cup of ayahuasca. Yeah. So you're already like, yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. That's all. Those are all normal, traditional shit. Yeah. But. Then the second cup of ayahuasca. Rape, rape uh, is a uh, rapey or whatever is the eye drop stuff, right? Yeah, I guess whatever that is. I mean, I, it, it, I couldn't see. I couldn't see. The idea was, I, I me the idea was AKA to open I rape. Your eye. Mm-hmm. They, they basically they put DMT in your eyes so that mm-hmm. you open your third. You have to close those and you open your third eye. Yeah, that's what it is. Then, then we did the second cup of ayahuasca, which was twice the size of the first one. 
Um, and we went to it. <laughs> you see Mark shaking his head. He's like, oh, fuck, I know where this is going. Yeah. And, and that was like, I mean, that was like, we went deep, bro. I watched Marlon become a demon. I watched him ship shape back into a healer. And I realized that the wounded healer was, I mean, I went through this whole fight. It was crazy. And yeah. I came out of that one. That one was deep. I came out of that one. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And uh, Marlon and Chris were sitting right next to me when I came out of it. And they were smoking a joint and kind of blowing the smoke on me or whatever. And I came out of it. And I had this big smile on my face. And, uh, and Chris looks at me and he goes, there he is. There he is. He goes, that's Welcome my back. Friend. That's my fucking friend right there. He goes, that's the motherfucker. That's him right there. I haven't seen you in years, bro. Welcome back. And I just realized I was, and I realized I was like, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. And, and all the things that I just learned, I'm going to take with me. And right at that moment, Marlon came with a fucking triple shot of ayahuasca of course, of course he did. Put me down and into this whole other place. When I came out of it, uh, they burned my arm and put toad venom in my arm. Like wow. That wow. caused me to purge so violently. Uh, I can't even tell. Trip also, trip. But purge. Uh, mm -hmm all of the medicine that I had taken the whole night. And I think part of my soul <laughs> that wasn't really serving me anymore. And then a whole bunch of others stuff <laughs> out wow. cause it was really violent. That's like a one, two, three punch right there. Boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. And then I, uh, uh like triathlon. I, I'd like to wash dry and fold please. Yeah. <laughs> then, 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 then when it was all done. When it was all done, after about an hour and a half of, of violent purging and, and um, you know, them basically surrounding me and, like, helping me back. Uh, I mean, some crazy shit went down, man. It was nuts. Um, wow. I, 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 down, left, I left there. I, I cleaned myself up. I left, and I, I, I came home, and I saw my son. And I spent the day with my son. Wow. Oh, that's an intense one. Definitely. Yeah. It was violent, bro. It was it was ugly, but it was beautiful. So it was both. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't fun like the first one. The first one was so gorgeous and pretty, and right. Uh, and this one was so not that, dude. It was <clears throat> really violent and ugly and scary. Oh, oh for sure. I mean, and, and that's, that's a great point to <laughs> segue on. No, that's uh, well. That that is that is mother 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 Aya teaching you. Anyway, uh, yeah. You definitely, uh, you know, a major, a real survivor, as you could say now with, uh, if you're, if you're the only one the chosen one, uh, that was trippy. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's, it's good to see that you, uh, powered through all that bullshit into the point of being able to get back on your foot again. Oh, but I'm bumped. Yeah. Give me, bump. give me, yeah. Uh, you define survivor, man. I mean, you, you yeah. are the definition of survivor and, and you, you know, I, so, great so, time. I made the choice to be here. And I, remember do, I remember doing it. I made the choice to be here. Um, you know, 
damn, you know, damn the consequences or whatever. That's always been my attitude. Like I'll fucking, I'll deal with it. You know, being in a wheelchair sucks, but it's better than not being here. And I'm not in the wheelchair. When I walk out my front door, I walk out of a prosthetic leg. I don't walk, I don't roll out in a wheelchair unless I choose to. So, you know, it's, 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 it's like, you know, uh, I remember somebody saying, saying sometime, one time, uh, I forget where I heard this, but he, you know, he said, he said, man, he's like, you know, my buddy over there was complaining and his fucking knees hurt, you know? And it's like, yeah, that sucks that your knees hurt. Cause the guy sitting next to you doesn't have a leg. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, so, so I agree. Well, you, you'd be an example for a lot of people, but also, uh, you know, now you you got a you got a. I kid. don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. But you know me. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best thing. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's yeah. never. Maybe, maybe never. it's an example of like what not to do. <laughs> well, I'll get the hate mail for it, and I can see from Mark's face. We need yeah. to. Uh, we need to move. We pay the bills. I know we're going to finish off with our, we're finishing off the show with, with the shout outs and the rollouts and all that. Don't worry. Go pay your bills guys. We've been blabbing for too long, man. That's what happened. No, no, you're amazing. I love hearing good. your stories. I want to hear more of them. You had to come back on. Yeah, anytime. No worries, bro. I don't worry. Every, uh, I think you'll get a few more listeners. I know Marky B is going to finally be stoked to be like, Oh, I got something now on Sundays to live for. There it is. Something to live for. No, Mark. Tune in Marky B. Okay. Tune I love it. This was fun. Thanks a lot. It was great to see you, Mateo. I didn't want to. I didn't want to barge in at all. I was giving you. I mean, I was all respect. I, I was just listening. That was all. Great stories. I had nothing to say. <laughs> I had nothing to say. I'm Marky. No, Fee. I mean, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just listening. I know it's all good. Uh, it's good to get the crew back together. Um, thanks, DJ Mateo. We'll see you soon. All right, Adam. And one love. Peace and love. All right, yeah. zoom out. Be, zoom Peace later, out. guys. Zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. out. Where's, the, where, where's the button, honey? Where's the fuck yeah, button for you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's back. Oh, there we Darn. go. There he is. Darn. Got it. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part right there. Yes, sir. Um, Holy moly. That was great. Uh, oh, yeah. Me, and like I said, every time those guys came into town, me and Mateo would, would kind of like, we, we, we hung out the most. You know, those other guys were, were too busy, too busy being the main, the main guys. Famous. You know, and he, and he was just sort of the chill kid in the back, but uh, also very talented dj if you start listening to some of the stuff he does you'd be like okay now I, i'm actually more than impressed because i was always seeing him in the constraints of doing a lot of their stuff when, back in the day and, and then uh he also yeah does huge gigs you know vanity fair shit like that so amazing shit and he had a great ipod remember that oh uh, oh that's, that's oh, true don't anything I, about the iPod. I, I still have it i think somewhere it's just, it just doesn't I have to get the old charger not the the original original. I have a second generation one. Yeah. Oh, really? The original, yeah, the original. I had one of the old iPods with the fucking round <laughs> thing on it. Remember those? Or the original mm -hmm. original? I gave it to Mateo, brand new. He just filled it up, and we used that iPod 
for every gig, everything, everywhere for so many years. Unbelievable. So much great music. It was amazing because it was like, you know, that, that this is like 2000 maybe or something, 99, yeah. Like yeah. 2000. Yeah. And it was like, uh, so we, we would just put it on and I had, I think about, I had a lot. I had like uh, four days or something like that of music, even more. But it was a uh, killer old tracks, and it was weird because it was like one of those things that you could put it on, and you could have twenty people in the room, and it would just kind of systematically make every single person in the room happy. And but it would be all over the place in genres, but they'd be like somehow the best of the best and the tightest little mixes and the old. It was like the funkiest wedding mix ever. Yeah, you could put it on and make every single person at the wedding happy. You'd be like, this is it. I got it. The Mateo Mega Mix, you know? Yeah, it was funny. funny. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's start our fucking shout outs. Thank you to newmillenniumnutrients.com. Keep it tight, gentlemen. Oh, keep millennium. It. You're looking at the tight. You're looking at the tightest. Yeah, meter way. You're looking at the oh, tightest yeah. crew right here. You're looking at me and Dave. Oh, I know. <laughs> you guys won't <laughs> ramble on at all. Millennium in that. We never what? ramble. No. What were we talking about? So, Adam, tell me about your weekend again, man. How, how was that? How was that? Uh, week? <laughs> oh, wow, man, that was really yeah, cool. Except man. for I, I missed all the protests. Did all you right, use so, any new millennium nutrients this week? I did actually. I did the first. I did the very, very, very first very light light uh hit of uh new millennium on the i think yeah it was like a brand new crop they'd already had time they had a lot of microbes and other things in them to kind of get things rolling and now i'm like okay it's time to start the process so uh i hit them up with some spring uh some of the uh some of the uh summer which is like so the nice thing about them is it's all uh it's all season orientated so you get to kind of you get to see the transitions and you actually see how those transitions, uh, develop, uh, in real time. So check them out at new millennium nutrients.com. You go to the website, you can have a good website. They have also a store finder and, uh, a nutrient cal- calculator. So if you are going to be growing and you want to figure out, I got like two tents and 12 plants and bump up, up this many gallons, it'll tell you exactly what you need from each, each, uh, component. So you can buy exactly the right amount. So you don't overbuy or underbuy, which is the biggest problem with growing is like, Oh man, I gotta go. It's like going to home Depot. You know, you get that. I'm missing the one fucking screw. Oh, gotta go all the way back. Canada home Depot. Shout out. Indo- Shout Canada. out. Yeah, no. um, so but then when you're done like, growing and you no. wake up that morning and you want to eat on. some edibles but when you're eat? there hold on when you're there done done deal don't forget oh yeah always done yeah. deal always oh, so done deal speaking of the done deal before we go any further Uh-oh. we have a new website developer that's coming on board to develop the done deal make it easy to find easy you go straight down to the site you go big bag what's going on mark you trying to tell me something you're just looking at me like i gotta tell you i'll do the website you're not doing the website i'm sorry mark no forget (laughs) about it you're not doing the website i don't care how hard you try no we gotta uh so we'll we'll announce that when when the ink's dried but the idea there is that we'll have the done deals all in one place and all the videos corresponding to the done deals so it's going to be like a dream come true for everybody. So when they want to know more about it, they go right to the video and then they go straight to the done deal 
and it's all seamless. Just wanted to throw that in there before we fucked up. Seamless. And speaking of seamless, Incredibles Edibles or iloveincredibles.com. Seamless, like a fucking... Seamless. No, they're wow. the best edibles. I, it's a personal story is, is as I'm having trouble right now finding their 1,000 milligram because uh, the place I used to go by used to have curbside and they don't have curbside anymore. And since Bastards. we live in the county, they won't deliver. So I don't know. What, what I do know is they carry Incredibles down in Colorado Springs, so I might have to make a drive down there. But they are Head the most consistent. Microhash. It's the world's smallest violin playing from a private I know, right? First world problems in legal cannabis. They're amazing edibles. I've got to pick it up from my car. Oh, no. What can I do? Fuckers, look. See what I opened myself up to, MTI? Yep. So and look, we'll we'll talk numb nuts in a few minutes. But uh, Incredibles edibles, you can find them all over the state. Uh, recreational, medical, and if you want their CBD product, it's truepure.com. Numb nuts, oh, baby. In the house. Yeah. Numb nuts in the house. Chill True for a second. What? We're, we're, we're on Incredibles right now, and then we're going to go right into Numb Nuts. You guys should do a collaboration. You should do oh. Numb Nuts. Ooh. Ooh. 100%. 100%. That'd, be really, that'd be good. You should get on that. Numb Credibles. Yeah. I, will, I will reach out to them. Tell them, you know, he just, you know, help them with some distribution there. Make some fucking, they should be doing those little collabs. Collabs are where it's at, as we all know. Oh, for sure. That, and they got a great team. Would love to work with them. Good crew. Uh, so what were you saying, Dave? I was just going to go into their sister company, True Pura. So they oh. ship all over the country. And the CBD and nuts. done deal. They do the nuts that? too, right? They're doing nuts too now, right? They're doing incredible nuts. Are they really? Incredi yeah. Well, they will be after tonight's show. <laughs> but uh, this nuts. is their, their CBD <laughs> product. You enter done deal and you get 20% off. So enter done deal in the promo code or right at the end at checkout, you get 20% off. They ship all over the country. Incredibles and True Pura and Numb Nuts. Not Incredibles. Incredibles does not ship all over the country. No, no, no. True they Pura. Don't. But True, True Pura, they're rolled, CBD. You, you rolled that sentence a little hard there. So. And Bye, Marky B. I am far from a, uh, a, a professional. <laughs> But That's tell us about sure. Numb Nuts because you just you you hey, went through some uh, bum, some bum production and now you're back into it. Uh yes. Uh, we started off with gourmet roasted CBD nuts and uh, just recently released our peanut butter at the beginning of uh, this whole crazy uh, COVID uh, situation. So uh, the peanut butter has just been flying off the shelves and we uh, are getting back into production finally. So it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's it's Thank my favorite peanut butter right now. I, I will tell you, the containers you put them in are not dishwasher dishwasher safe, as my twelve year old found out when she decided she was going to just stick it in to try to get all the. <laughs> well, we're, we're working on a bunch of new packaging, and that's just the first round. So, oh no, it was uh, you don't you don't put anything like that in there. Well, that and our new great peanut butter man water like bio, biodegradable, so that won't work either. <laughs> So well, we uh, have peanut butter to sell again right now because I know you said yeah. you're just getting back into production. Yeah, we're just getting back into production. It's just going on the site. Uh, we're also live on several different uh, websites with our products. 
and uh, we're all over Boulder uh, in boutique stores and across the country as well. Uh, we're, we've made it in about 47 states and uh, it's doing really, really well. It's not, that's not very many states. Uh, yeah, it's not very many states. In, in 10 months, we've been actually, just recently, we just hit our 12 months. I keep, keep forgetting about the COVID lap, uh, but uh, finally just had our year anniversary. So we're, we're very pleased I, to be able to have no, gone so killer. far. Yeah. That's killer. You guys crushing. Um, any kind of weird shortages with the fucking, because now they're all talking about the food shit, the food chain collapsing and things turning into a big dis- debt difficult for people as far as producers is that you seen anything like that so I, it's actually the opposite almost uh, i was lucky enough to go to college uh with one of the best uh, nut purveyors in the world and uh, his whole family's been in the industry the, for about- <laughs> wait a minute the nutty professor yes percent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh nut pricing is at a 10-year if not I think 14 year low, he was saying. So wow. if anything, uh, this timing just couldn't be perf- more perfect for numb nuts because we were just about to go into one of our biggest uh, pushes, our first round of funding. So uh, it's really good. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to announce Numb Nuts as a sponsor on the show, you know. Exactly. This is yeah. what we were waiting for. And not it's that coming. I would put you on the spot and live to the to the tens of thousands of listeners that are out there right now. But how how do they get Numb Nuts if they want to? Can they enter Done Deal in the promo code and get any sort of discount? Yes, we uh, we can get that in there for sure. Uh, you can go to numbnutsco.com and uh, we'll make sure that the code's in there and, and uh, you'll get taken care of. But uh, we'll be fully in production next week, so uh, give us a little leeway on timing to get it out. We just got all those uh, freebie uh, giveaways out today, so look for that in the mail. Adam, yours will be there shortly as well. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah, Thank you. We really appreciate the support so much, and uh, so it's such a marketable product too. I can think of so many things right off the top of my head. I'm just like, oh. You can stroking our nuts with fucking free, <laughs> free numb nuts. Stroking you. I'm stroking you. The, jo- the jokes are endless. But the, the, the seriousness of the product is, is not a joke. And uh, no joke. we focus on quality above anything. And uh, uh, I think it really shows in the product. Yeah, exactly. And um, you guys are doing like uh, all different. Cause I, I saw the bigger side as far as the, uh, the peanut butter goes. Is you guys, are you doing travel size or like a camping size or hiking size things? Like, uh, like we're doing jump. one. <laughs> we're doing some peanut butter that's going to be uh, something that you can do on the on the go uh, yeah. for, for athletes and anyone that's really on the go. Uh, we're getting a lot of people reaching out that they want to put it in basically everything. So in terms of collaborations, you're going to see a lot coming out everywhere. Uh, peanut butter is used in a lot of different ways. <laughs> I'm excited to see what we come out with, but we can't wait to lather numb nuts everywhere. I was trying, awesome. I was, I was trying to figure out how in this, po- when you were talking about like post COVID and I, I don't know, for some reason I had this really weird image of like, Oh, you could take, you could fill up latex gloves with a peanut butter and poke little holes and <laughs> squeeze tube them out for five kids at four kids at once. <laughs> yeah, nobody in any of your board meetings ever discussed using your product like that before, right? I mean, that's that you, you're no, not going to tell us, no. hey, we were just discussing that on Friday. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah. We're, we're innovating as we talk, so I appreciate it. <laughs> you, put your, you put your fingers in between the other fingers, squeeze it, and they shoot out the little fingers. Brilliant. Telling you, dude. It's, I don't know that's why. Pretty, it just, it literally truly just how you get the numb effects, you know? That's truly how you get the numb effects. He is running around looking to see if he has a glove right there that he can shove peanut butter in right now and put holes Pokes, in right. Yeah, put holes in. Actually, in the future, one of the yeah. things in addition, you'll be seeing a THC numbnuts here shortly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and he's got it. I'll help he's with that even more. Look stuff. at that. Look at that. There we go. Hey, oh, hey, you got hey, readily hey, available. He's halfway there. He's halfway there right he just needs the oh, numb nuts. Need you don't ship to the uk do you oh uh, yeah we do we ship we ship worldwide teddy teddy here we go yeah you, you, you we're, we're gonna recreate that in a couple of weeks when some numb nuts arrives yeah I'll, I'll, i'm gonna try it out too send, send, send your address I'll, I'll send some out all right yeah. stay on because mark's giving me the digital whip right now so we gotta oh. talk about build a soil.com that Thanks, Adam's known spoke forever. Spoke join here. Yes, Jer sir. Jeremy Perfect. at Build a Soil is the, is the coolest guy. By the way, in addition to all the soil and your soil needs that he ships into Colorado and New Mexico free of charge if you order 500 bucks, he makes wow, amazing sourdough. I yes, mean, he amazing does. Amazing sourdough. And if you're somebody you want to believe about sourdough, it's DJC over here because he's obviously got his sourdough, sourpuss. No, I haven't been able to successfully make bread yet. I'm waiting for him to teach me. No? I can do sourdough oh. bagels, and I can do challah, and I can do some other stuff. I can't do sourdough yet. I tried. The bagels are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. Thank you. Look at him hijacking. the CBD bagels. That's how you can charge that premium price. Let's yeah, go, baby. Dave. Get Come on, together. I'm ready to go. Sprinkle some magic. I, I heard I heard somewhere that collaborations are the best way to uh to launch something. So we'll, we'll do some numb nuts bagels. bagels. Peanut butter I'm, bagel I'm bites. Game. I'm Peanut game. butter bagel bites. All right. Uh don't forget build a soil. Build a they soil. They do great sourdough. They do great sourdough, but sourdough is just another, you know. Obviously, he's into the idea of living things, living soil, living does, not a bunch of bullshit. What you find there is the best of the best ingredients for growing the best cannabis. Um, also, he's got mushroom grow kits now in stock. You have to order them ahead. Take a couple weeks because he has to kind of make them custom for you. But you can just go home, cut them in a little X in them, grow some lion's mane, grow some reishi, grow some uh, some other edible mushrooms. And... Uh, yeah, get, get on that. It's fucking awesome. So you go to buildasoil.com, uh, just check out the website, or you go to 855-877-SOIL. You can check out their, uh, talk to somebody on the phone, be like, whoa, what up, man? Is that Jeremy? And they'll probably say no, but Jeremy's busy. <laughs> Jeremy Follow is busy, them on but Instagram. They have a fantastic Instagram feed, and they show you videos of orders shipping out literally daily by the pallet. Oh, yeah. So, oh, no, they're, oh, they're, no, they're, they're moving that. They're, 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 really they're moving wild. a lot of moving lots of good, good product. And also, um, you know, they grow right in their store. So they're, they're, these guys know what's up. Uh, don't be sh shy to ask anybody who you talk to any question, cause they probably know the answer and they can help you direct you to the right product for it. So it's awesome. Uh, so you go to build That's our guys. And then our buddies down in Colorado Springs at greenfarmsmed.com growing with Spencer. So I, I spoke to JW today. And so you have to ask yeah. for their circus freak carnival mm -hmm. cookies, tropical mm -hmm. asylum and sour breath for all you genetophiles out there who need to know where they're being grown and look at his Instagram page. They are 
five. I asked him, I said, listen, tell me what's hot down there. Cause I, you know, I haven't been down to a store in a while. And all he wrote back was all caps fire. And so just check out their Instagram page. It's, it's absolutely amazing. They just started carrying Incredibles. So you ask mm-hmm. for the done deal there and you'll get a discount off of all, or something in their store. Uh, honestly, yep. I don't know what, how he offers it, but I'm, I'm sure it's some percentage off everything. And since they carry Incredibles, that's like the, the coming of multiple done deals coming uh, together. And since he uses Build-A-Soil, so that's yeah. like three coming oh together. And, exactly. and, and yeah. so it just, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm, and you're just blowing the done deal out the water right there. So, yeah. Um, he also wanted me to mention that they have their you expect in the next couple of days a whole bunch of caviar, solventless concentrates, bubble hash, live resin, sugar wax, live diamonds, and he's going to have some tinctures. So, you got to stop in and ask for the done deal at greenfarmsmed.com or Green Farms Feed and Seed in Louisville. If you want to pick up some other about. Yep, there you can pick up some other stuff also from Build a Soil. Um, they are uh, organic, friendly uh, grow shop, which is you know they're they're really pushing what they already are using in their in their grow down there in, in spring. So uh, you can go to them if you live somewhere close to this, to Louisville, which is pretty close to Boulder. So uh, obviously, if you don't live there, it's going to be a bit of a ride. But if you do manage to get there and you ask for the done deal, you will be taken care of just like you will down at the shop in the Springs. And if you want some coffee, oh shit! Uh, uh, If you want invisible coffee, invisible coffee. Ah, Why won't it stay? Anyway, it's Ozo Coffee, Mm -hmm. and they are amazing. So go to ozocoffee.com and you enter the done deal in the promo code, and you get twenty percent off your first order. They, I believe, it's still free shipping. All their coffee is sourced worldwide. They work with local farms. They don't buy big corporate shit. They have the beans shipped or they take it themselves back to their roastery in Boulder. It's a 1959 roaster. And it uh, once you have Ozo, you are never going to drink any other coffee. I, I believe they win awards. They always send their baristas to these barista competitions. Um, they've got, I'm sure Mark's got it up, but they've got stores in Longmont, Boulder, downtown arapaho they got a roastery on 55th it is absolute quality coffee and you can enter done deal in the um on their online ordering form and get 20 percent off your first order they need to do a uh uh ozo not bozo kind of thing and have show like another like starbucks like with a bozo behind the fucking thing and obviously working at starbucks but well, that'd be perfect, like right? Yeah. Yes. Well, they do a CBD line too. They work with Willie's and they do their CBD coffee, although I haven't really seen it around, but um, that's their and they're, gonna, and, they're, and they're gonna have bagels there soon, I heard. I brought some bagels to Justin. I'm not looking to sell any bagels. I like making them and giving them away, man. The best I can make is like 10 or 12 a day. You know, yeah. it's fun to do. It keeps me busy. I need, I need 633 sesame bagels tomorrow. All right. I, I yeah. was looking at a 30 quart hobart mixer but it was like 12 grand so unless i'm going into business with adam i'm gonna stay just making a dozen bagels a day okay well if it keeps in one place then i might i might go for it i might, it's might be keeping worth me sane or at money. least I'm, I'm slowing the the rate of digression of my brain and, onward. But, uh, and this one our next one is, is, is awesome, right? Because I'm sure you know they're going to be opening in a few days, which is Treasure. Oh, shit. ECN. 
com. Yes, my friend uh, <clears throat> PD out there at Treasure. Hopefully that does happen smoothly because that's a great spot to chill out if you're in Barcelona and you can get the done deal. Just head on in. When did you say this opening? Was it three days? I, I, he, it said it said any day. I believe it's any day. Watch for sometime in the next month. It's going to open up. That's basically how that comes down. Yeah. So we'll narrow that down to the next that's a thirty European, days. Any day is the next month. Yeah. All right. If you say any day, I'm not going to say Friday, Saturday, or no day. Just keep your eyes out for Treasure Barcelona BCN. Treasure BCN on uh, Instagram, right? Right. Uh, and that's the done deal because you get the, they waive the 30 euro membership fee, which is a huge. And and then everyone thinks you're like, must be some sort of royalty or something. Like, what the fuck was that? Who's that guy? That guy just came <laughs> in. That girl, that girl just came in and got free. She got the done deal. What's that? That's right. Huh? And my, and one of my favorite, I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite concentrate companies for a really long time has been apothecary extracts. And, oh shit. Uh, how'd you, you how'd can, you pull that off? You went right into that. Boom. Well, because they, the fortune them for a while. He made then, me type so. out the list for him. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking gave away my secret. You just, fucking a my you you were my hero now you're my kryptonite jesus christ but uh listen, goes, apothecary extracts all their stores mention the done deal you get a gram and an infused joint for 25 bucks so mm -hmm. hell of a deal yep 25 bucks 25 us that's that like 12 like, euro that's <laughs> no that no. sounds to me like like an Armageddon, dude. <laughs> I, I like Mark, it. Mark, where is the cymbal crash, man? Can you God, not have that recorded, please? Son. Holy yeah, yeah. shit. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Armageddon deal. But, um, so their store is just opening up again. So they, they were doing all curbside, but that's done now. Yeah, curbside's <laughs> done now. So yeah, uh, both medical and, uh, and recreational can go in, but they have uh, spacing guidelines and stuff like that. So... You can still visit, and the hours are back to normal too. Nice. I mean, they do fire extracts, and they're also really—they're also just getting into rosin right now. So you, you have to pick up their rosin on the shelves because it, it's there—they really know what they're doing. It's really—it it, is—it is worth it. So done deal, twenty-five bucks for a gram and an infused joint, and we move on to your friends, Adam at Extract Craft. Extract Craft. Um. Extractcraft.com. Tabletop uh, alcohol extraction that's easy to use, safe, and uh, very, very efficient. 98% efficiency on the uh, return. And you can reuse that alcohol up to five, up to six times, I'd say, really, five or six times. I'd say five, be safe, right? Um, before the polarity gets a little bit wonky on it and you're going to lose uh on your yield so uh you go to extract craft users i believe is it or extract yeah, extract no, on, on instagram uh, no, on instagram they have a special site which uh, i think you'll find extract craft team oh yeah team .com, exactly yeah. and then there you can see all the different um uses for it because you can not only use it for cannabis, but you can use it for any other type of extraction. Uh, if you want to make tinctures, if you, you can, but you can also take it from the uh, alcohol extraction, put it into a vac oven, make shatter, uh, pull and tack, all sorts of different textures. So you go to their site and go to the Instagram accounts and check out the different uses. 
But if you do get one of these machines, you're going to want to get our other, our next sponsor, which is extractorcom Exactly. I talked to Bill, the owner, the other day, and he's going to send us uh, five gallons to do some testing. And we're going to do some show in the near future now, finally, because Sweet. now we have nothing to do but things like that. So uh, that's in the works. But those guys have made, oh, and they're making a new organic line. That's why I wanted to have, a, I got kind of excited. So I wanted to say, okay, this is, this is now the reason why I finally want to get you on the show. Cause it was in the back of my heart, a little bit rough knowing that those things, I was like, Hmm, first question, is it organic? Couldn't get a straight answer and he couldn't source it. So, but now he's finally got it dialed in. So uh, we're going to launch that hopefully in the next few weeks. And whenever I get that, I'll, do a few runs and then we'll do a live run on the show. Dave's excited. I know that Dave's one of the more than excited. Dave, oh, Dave I'm is have to wear a mask though. The fumes to be in the same room. 14 or boulder. My mask on. Oh shit. 14 or boulder.com. Dave, this is all you, Dave. I this is all you. Come on, baby. So 14 or boulder.com. Listen, arguably the best dispensary in Boulder, one of the top in Colorado. Um, listen they're open seven days a week it's bolder so there's no done deal there but i can tell you just knowing that they exist is something so if you're in boulder if you're around boulder and you want to buy some fire weed you gotta head down there it's 14 or you can set up a pre-order they do rosin they use apothecary extracts for their bho all their flour and everything you buy there is grown by them they just launched a new line of chocolate bars. Um, they have chill pills. And believe it or not, even on the med side, if you need some hand sanitizer or anything like that, I found they have some there too. So it's been a great resource for me. Though, look, so, you know, truth be told, I met Adam about 10 years ago, nine years. I mean, he's one of the first I met in the industry, um, had an extraction facility in Boulder. And uh, our mutual friend, Evan, and the truth, at 14 or were something we had in common. And it was, uh, they're, they're, the strains they have at 14 or I are, I don't, there's just something special about it. They're doing something just a little different. Um, I know everybody has their own personal preferences, but if you're going to head down there, you got to try the truth. You got to try Tropicana. Um, yeah. I mean, they're great. They're great, great people. The company is fantastic. So give them a chance. 14 or boulder.com. Um, they're across the street from the YMCA. They're open. You got to use their pre-order right now. You got to pick up there. You just check in when you get there. There's no going in the store anymore. Um, that's the way it is. They sell in cans. It lasts. Everything's labeled correctly. Um, great staff. I've been bringing bagels. Love those guys over there at 14 or. But uh, if you are growing at home and you want to put some an amazing product to enhance your flowers, so fishheadfarms.com. And mm -hmm. that company is amazing. Um, we started using it here. I know Adam's been using it. It is shitty in a good way, in a really good yeah. way. And uh, <laughs> every now and then we do a giveaway. So if you go to their website and you enter the done deal, you're going to get 25% off your order, which is amazing. Um, they ship all over the country. Um, we do a giveaway based on who has the, the coolest picture of a fish wearing a diaper because we don't want anybody to think any fish are harmed in the harvesting of their shit. They take the diapers off 
each fish and then they recycle the diaper and they put it back on. So uh, amazing company, fishheadfarms.com. But, but that's Next, all top you want secret. To say anything that, about fish? Fish. Well, head. no, that's all. It's the reason that we we need you to depict it is they will not show us their patented technique because it's like a secret, top secret. <laughs> so you have to like we're just trying to get like artist rendition. <laughs> this is how I think they get it out because they can't show us the actual. No, I think they diapers. actually fish the weird diapers, and it's not like the Matrix. They're not hooked up to some fucking pod or anything like that. But uh, no, they're they're great company. Um, Tommy over at Fishhead Farms is amazing. We've had him on the show. We'll have him on again. Um, you have any questions? You can always give him a call. He'll answer anything you want. And then, uh, you know, not, if not, in, not anything you want. You won't know well, that. he's not going to tell you their formula. But if no. you were looking to acquire some seeds from some guy who has a podcast for a really long time, happens to be a world's expert in cannabis genetics, um, you go to seedsherenow.com and you yep. ask for, for anything grown by Adam or bred by Adam Dunn. And uh, they've got a bunch of his seeds in stock. So seedsherenow.com. Listen to you. Listen to you. Overly advertising. Uh, <laughs> seedsherenow.com for 50 plus breeders forget about my seats 50 plus breeders uh you can check out the website you can talk directly to the breeders because they have a forum based on the, on the back end of that and uh, they just have the best uh the best when it comes to american genetics and a couple of a couple of europeans it's creeped in but uh for the Ooh, most part it, uh, yeah yeah we had true cannabis on last week and he is he, he is has seeds available let, we let a couple of those fucking limeys in here and a few of those other ones, but you know, for the most part, we keep them out. America, 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 America fuck America, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Save the motherfucking day, yeah. <laughs> no, but that best seats uh, here now definitely uh, have the best when it comes to customer services, as far as uh, you know deliver to you what you actually order. There's no like replacements or any bullshit like that. But also if you have any issues, they'll replace the seed. They have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Just tell them what's up. And so they can help with their next customers. And that's what it's all about. So you go to seedsherenow.com, check out the website, check out the different uh, offers that they have. There's lots of BOGOs things going on there. That'll buy one, get one free sales. Uh, anything catching your eye there, Mark, that you need to, uh, because oh. we don't have James. James actually asked earlier if he could come on. I don't. Did he ever not get a link and get back to me? Probably not. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or he didn't use his old number or something like that. No, I don't James know. being I mean, man on the scene. Has yeah, we an got amazing a, catalog. There's an exotic genetic sale. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, packs uh, current currently at 124, and then we got a uh, um, free shipping and handling on all orders over 300. dollars They got a. Uh, a cart gift of three pack of Mosca seeds uh, for 10 year anniversary pack. Uh, we got five pack of eth ethos genetics for OGOGO. That's for a thousand dollar cart gift. So, yeah, they got all kinds of stuff. They got some Sage, sage Master Selects, 10% off uh, Killing in the Name of and Mixtape number two. Oh, look at that. And then uh, get one full 13 pack of Cough Drop or Shine Apple for Dominion Seed Company. So, that's. There, Very sweet. All, all kinds of others. If you just go to uh, Seeds Here Now slash shop slash sales slash specials, it's there. Sweet. And you know what? You guys out there, you have no excuse right now to get your entry in because in four weeks, we're giving away an Illuminar light 
at Illuminar.com. And so you have to go to their website. You got to find out their word of the month. You got to send us an email at which email do we use for that one? Is it done deal? deal at adamdunshow.com at adamdunshow.com. And uh, you pardon if we, it takes a while to get through them, but when we do, you'll be entered into a drawing. You got to be listening. You got to answer your phone and you got to know the word. And they are, and I visited their booth the last time we were at a, an actual physical conference outside and they run a professional shop. And I know Adam uses them. I know Mark's going to try to use them. Um, so we give away a lamp every month and we have four weeks to get that into us at Illuminar.com. Come on, tell them about That's all right. the specs of that grower guy. Well, you know, I mean, the thing, the thing about Illuminar is it, you, if you have whatever room you're, you're in, it's always going to be different atmospheric wise, depending on what, what your height, your, what kind of uh, HVAC you're running, et cetera. Just talk to these guys are pros. They'll punch it all in, come back with a plan and lay it out properly. And uh, I've seen some pretty awesome rooms built by these guys and uh, they got everything covered. I mean, if you want LEDs, you want double ended you want 315s you can also win a 315 every month on the show that's also totally doable you just got to write us to uh dundeal.com write a short quick short note saying what's up and why you want it why you need a, uh, a light doesn't have to be po- anything poems crazy help. poems have been winning lately they that that really works yeah DBC Poem, really poems, poems. Have- Homes have been <laughs> See, right about or good stories. Good stories were great. I mean, the story of the couple last winter was it should, fantastic. It should be written about Dave mostly, and that will guarantee win. <laughs> so, if you can focus on Dave in the poem, uh, yeah, awesome company. And once a month, we do that on every last Friday of the month. So, we just did one last week, and so obviously, you got a few weeks to get that in totally enough time to forget about it and not do it i know because i'm that it. guy too no do it no you just gotta get now. it in now don't wait do it do it don't fuck yeah, around don't fuck around wait for a another get all no right any wait an extra week I, I, i'm just stating the obvious i'm not saying you should right. do that but i'm just saying i know people would be like yeah great i'll do that sometime whenever it's three weeks from now but that's the perfect time three weeks ahead Maybe we'll do a numb nuts giveaway soon When's the next oh, time yeah. we can do something like that? Bring it on. You should unmute, though. In uh, the next two weeks, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to know. A whole, That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. And we'll That's, figure out a bagel. Uh, cool I think like everyone else, definitely uh, threw us for a loop. So we are uh, ramping everything back up with, uh, with all the support, especially you guys, of uh, giving us a lot of support. Uh, works for crush there, and uh, well, you got a great product. So at the end yeah. of the day, it doesn't matter if we say we like it or not. It's a great product. It's going to stand by itself. You know, we appreciate I mean, it. We really appreciate it. Before this all happened, we were lucky enough to to have Consumer Choice Award on a at the Indo Expo on a best CBD edible. So really honored to uh, have had that happen. Wasn't that like eleven months ago or something like that? No, that was like no, two. No, it was January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This this long vacation just uh, just keeps going. Right? It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, Groundhog every, Week, every as we say. <laughs> Eddie, you stuck through, man. You fucking trooper, man. I oh, know, Eddie. It's good, isn't Eddie it? hangs hanging in there. Yeah, man. 
coming out with the Armageddon deal this late at night. Come on, this is, I'm rocking. I'm on all Night. cylinders. <laughs> You are rocking on all cylinders for sure, my friend. Uh, I want to thank I want to thank uh, all the sponsors, obviously that we just listed, and guys like Numb Nuts and all these other smaller sponsors that are they on the do. fence. On the Ruby fence, Pearl Co. We got to get Pearl you guys Co. on, man. Yeah, we need to get them on to get that official at some point. Thank and you. I love to guys. I feel like I have to have those things now. The pearls, I can't not have them. If I don't have them, I feel. They make a big difference in an actual like banger, you know what I mean? And with a torch and all yeah. that. Yeah, can, you got to use a big banger, Joe nuts, freaking hit hard. <laughs> 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 hit it really hot. <laughs> no, but it's funny because now I have literally, I have, I have to have that. I have to have the fucking turp, so, but the turpometer. Okay, I, I believe they're making a line of the pearls that you watch the color. You know, yeah, you put that, them in and when it hits the right color, you don't even need a turpometer. This kind of sort of feels like it does that, but it doesn't seem like it lasts. Like at first it does it the very first time. You're like, oh, look, when it turns that color, it seems to be about right. And it is. But then about the third time, it's all black. Adam's <laughs> laughing because he's been fucking blasting Great Shatter professionally since fucking 2010. And he's like, you, you fucking guys, man. Uh, where, where, where were you? We could, we could have had so much fun on the radio way back when. 100%. Yeah, man. <laughs> I do now. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, want to thank my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick down the farm, getting ready to start plant planting the garden tonight because it's a full moon. Nice. So, it, it nice. is the moment in time to do your midnight planting if you're ready to do that, and or put your seeds in the ground. I killed everything. All that. And remember, killed- Adam, we'll trade bagels for for eggs, man. We'll everything you killed, you killed, you killed everything you had now. Oh yeah. We knew that last week. You ripped them off the, the, <laughs> the, the paper yeah. towel when you fucking That's outed them. Yeah. So I just, I, <laughs> I quit. I'm going to regroup and get an indoor setup and, and do that proper. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, <laughs> the world is nervous. Mark. The I know world they is are. nervous. I know they are. <laughs> They're like, wow, you some plant abuse going on I up know. there. Yeah, I felt <laughs> terrible. I felt terrible. Uh, well, we are, we are, we, we have, a, we have uh, a bunch of tomatoes to plant tomorrow. We're going to do those, but tonight she's going to put all the seeds in the ground and do all that kind of good stuff under the midnight moon. So it should be cool. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, shout out to my, to, to Ace down there and Rasta Rob building, building her Rasta dream, her, her dream bathroom now and doing all uh, killer slate work and stuff so yeah it's good stayed completely quarantined and isolated at the dunn ranch oh sort of kind of in a in a in a going out every day kind of way but not quite (laughs) no no actually i don't go every day but it seems like somebody goes somewhere every day so in a way we're all going every day yeah yeah all right yeah, no problem. We're Thank safe. you, MTI man. You're fucking awesome. Right on, man. MTI, I said it. as as always, killing it. Uh, thanks, Eddie, for hanging out the whole time. Thanks, uh, Adam from uh, Numb Nuts. Thanks, obviously, Dave and and Mateo for joining us and entertaining us with the stories. He's <laughs> got plenty of them. Check him out on Sundays. I'm telling you, that live gig from Lester from uh, from uh, Uncle Frank which only 20 minutes of it is, is, uh, Mateo's, but the whole lineup is really cool. Like it's all, uh, rare groove and 
sure. reggae and, and anything with the groove he plays, which is, nice. you know, you'll like, I know MTI will love it. I know Marky B will love it. Nice. I know D Dave will love it, but he'll pretend he doesn't love it because something. It's not the dad. He's not playing the dad. It's not Jerry. I'm He's narrow. Be, what can I say when it comes to music? Let me just be old and like what I like. Hmm. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Thank you. Some call it dance bread, and some people call it 